I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. Welcome back to another YouTube podcast. What's up, shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. We've done 40 of these. Number 40, baby. 40? <sighs> I have parents in their 40s, and you're yeah. telling me we've done 40 of these episodes? We're getting close to, like, getting to, to the top of the hill. Top of the hill, Okay. Can I die once I get there? Is that an option? I sure hope so. Let me <laughs> tell you. Top of the hill. Yeah, the, yeah. the tippity top. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. So for the audience, um, it will be four months without any content. And then they're going to get three episodes, an extra episode, and then this. I believe that's correct. That's a lot of content. But for us, we recorded... Three of those episodes plus the extra so like four months ago and then it's been sitting in the hard drive because I'm a bad YouTuber. <laughs> we'll get to that with it with the your week on YouTube shit as we always as do. We always do. But, uh, but it's good to be back. It is. 2.42 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 3.43 a.m. for me. We played a yeah. shit ton of Minecraft. Yeah, we did. And, uh, that was a lot of fun actually. Hopefully well, that's out by the time you're listening to this. Whoever's editing. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully, yeah. So, since it's been a while, we thought. Um, actually, I'll let you talk about the the main topic real quick because okay, um, you brought it up, and I think it's a great idea. So the inspiration for this is a little weird, but uh, at the time of us filming this, there's this meme going around of the uh, of a list of the top fifty rappers of all time that was come up with by a hip-hop podcast and uh, the list is awful unanimously <laughs> bad it's getting memed on from every corner yeah. of the world uh to give you an idea joe budden is number three all time if you're wondering so, who's joe budden a lot of people if, are wondering the same thing as well i wish i knew i really <laughs> wish i didn't know but it's just been getting shat on from every corner and i thought hey what if we did like a top 50 list like that but instead of rappers we do YouTubers because I figured, hey, it'll probably be awful, but we'll get like coverage for that. We can get shit on too. More people will check out the podcast to see what other bad opinions we hold. I'll make a nice like little that's... graphic for it, put it on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. It'll be high. It's perfect. It's the perfect idea. So that's what we're doing today. Top 50 YouTubers of all time. I've come up with 50. Zach's come up with 50. We're going to come together. We're going to make our list. We have to agree on it and we're going to do all the ordering and stuff. So uh, stay tuned for that, because that'll be fun. I have no idea who Zach picked. He has no idea who I picked. I did very little planning beforehand. This will be a cool topic. And a cool, like, episode 40 kind of topic as well. You know, it's one of those landmark episodes. I figured we'd do, like, a fun topic to go with it. I agree. Cool. I like that reference. That's a good reference. I use it a lot now. (laughs) It's just funny. vocabulary. Yeah. Okay, so but before all that, you know we got to uh we gotta hit the yeet and the quant simultaneously and go into that your week on YouTube trademark. Everyone's favorite segment. Yeah, go ahead and dab. Okay, cool. Um it's been four <laughs> months, so there's like four months here. But like both of us didn't really do four months of YouTube, so it's still probably about a month of shit. But like a lot has happened well, the last did. four months. I don't know. I don't know what you've been doing. That's true. I mean, we've both been doing four months of work, but it's just been yeah, it's been so, interesting. 
We have a lot to talk about, basically. So if this segment runs a little bit longer than it usually does, apologies in advance. But it always anyway, runs long. What you talking about? We have so much shit to cover. I don't even remember everything that happened, from both. So I'm not even going to mention everything, you know. We'll probably forget a good bit, actually, too. So yeah, but we'll I'm gonna let you go first. One. I'm gonna let you go first. Ed. Oh boy! <laughs> okay. Congratulations! You win the lottery of going first. So. Um, the last time we recorded, like I said, it was like four months ago, and I want to look at the, the specific date that we put up the episode. March 31st. So, all of April, May, June, July, now part of August. Now, I think we talked about some April in the past podcast, because I remember talking about the uh, April Fool's Day shit. Sure. So, I'm going to start at May um your everyday nerd was doing really strong for a while um it was getting a few episodes started to feel a little bit stale so i took a step back and i tried to like make some episodes better do a little more skits and shit and uh, i think i made some of the best episodes in this last like chunk of 10 episodes which is pretty loquisha one is pretty epic loquisha is pretty good there's some american idol shit that i really liked i like Um, that one too a couple of food episodes which are really fun to do. Um, and then I ended, um, I think it was, what day was it? June 14th, I uploaded episode 100 of the show, which was wild. Wow. Really we talked wild. about the show's inception on this podcast. So it's <laughs> yeah. cool that like, there's now 100 of these bastards out and we're still doing this podcast. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's really cool. Um, I'm really still, I'm still excited that 100 episodes have been put out. This was like two months ago, and you're wondering, well, Zach, why aren't you going out any more episodes? And we'll get into that. But um, basically, I decided to take a little bit of a break from uploading so I could work on a season two, per se. Um, and then life started getting a little wild again, so I haven't really put out a whole lot. But um, before I talk about my uploading hiatus, um, I've put out an entire comedy album since the last episode. Um, we put out the first one in April and I believe we talked about that in the last episode, but I've put out a whole entire other album (laughs) since then. And, uh, it's I forgot about this stuff. It's like a thousand times better than the first one. (laughs) IMO. Um, That was all this year? Yeah. 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 Jeez. Yeah. It's kind of wild. I agree. (laughs) We do too much. I agree. But they're both really good. The second one especially. Thank you, man. And then uh, I started working on a third one. Um, I have like eight eight songs. Um, I really like what I got in right now. But I still got to go but put a few more songs on that to finish it up. But uh, my favorite out of all I've done, one of my favorites, is uh, a little song called Billy the Giraffe. And there's a music video out of it on the channel. Hell yeah. And it's just a bunch of giraffe video footage. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> It's about me befriending a giraffe named Billy, and it's sweet. That's it's heartwarming. It's heartwarming. It's really heartwarming. Yes. And you think it's gonna go like a darker direction, but no, it's just heartwarming the entire time. It is. I really it's, like it's it. a nice, nice moment of friendship. Aren't, aren't your parents still talking about that? Like, they yeah, they think it's funny. They think it's really funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a daily basis, but it's like my mom thinks it's really cute. My dad thinks it's hilarious. Like I was at the um, I was at the park playing some Pokemon Go with some friends. My dad called me and he was like, "Hey, what you doing?" I'm like, "I'm with some friends right now." He's like, "Is Billy there?" 
<laughs> well, you asshole. Yes. Can you imagine them playing Pokemon Go on the fucking giraffe and shit? That'd be Ain't epic. Nobody fuck with you. Nobody would mess with you. Ain't nobody telling me nothing. It's <laughs> um, not even relevant when we last recorded. It was now not. The record. <laughs> no, it's super I, relevant. So uh, that have been that that's been like my main creative projects uh, since then. But then I was about to work a new job because um, I've been freelancing this whole entire year. And we've talked about the struggles with freelancing a few times. Um, but I applied to work at a program called Vista where for an entire year I would be living off of a living allowance, which isn't a whole lot of money. But I'd be working 40 hours a week and helping put some systems in my local government uh, to help people find jobs and stuff. And um, I was kind of looking for a part-time job to kind of help with finances, and I applied for this because I thought, hey, if I'm going to work, I might as well make it a year-long thing instead of like being there indefinitely, and I might as well um, find something where I can help people too. And literally last week, I was supposed to start training on a Monday, and the entire week before that, I was very just kind of, stressed out about the whole thing and I was like man I really don't want to do this and I thought about it and I looked at the pros I looked at the cons um and the whole reason that I even applied for the place in the first place the job in the first place was because for the last few months since October really so it's almost been a year since my family shit kind of went down and things got all crazy and wild um I never really bounced back a whole lot like Financially, it's been very, very rough since October. Um, Depression's just kind of hit me a lot. Uh, Motivation has been lower than I've ever felt it before. Um, So I was like, all right, I'm not finding any new client work. I just need to get a job. And in a way, I was applying for that job so that I could kind of get away from freelancing like the plan was, okay, it's not much, but it's more money than I'm getting right now, um, which is close to nothing because I just haven't been finding any new clients. And I thought once I get there, then I don't have to worry about the client work. I don't have to worry about the entrepreneur shit that I've been so hype on in the past. Um, but the closer I got, like literally the night before the training day, I was up all night. I slept for like two hours and I got back up and I was like, I don't think I want to do this at all. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I called my mom and talked to her about it and she understood. Um, she was very still, you know, still concerned about it. But like when it came down to it, I realized that I didn't want to, I've been taking a lot of the freedom that I've had for the last year for granted. Like I can make my own schedule. I can, for the most part, get up when I need to, go to bed when I need to. Uh, family stuff aside, um, you know, client work aside, all these other things that have just kind of put me down in the past year. There's been a lot of freedom that I've been taking for granted, just because mm-hmm. of all the bad shit. Um, but having, I guess, kind of having that new choice of, oh, almost like a college situation. Almost like you could go back to college. Or you could keep doing what you're doing, except do that better. And so I looked at those options. I was like, man, I can't just, I can't just start working 40 hours. And none of that out, none of those hours work towards the betterment of my career. Like that just felt insane to me. So this entire week, uh, I felt 
a lot more motivated than I have since October, since that crap happened, which is good. And you would think with like, uh, with you like quitting it and not wanting to do it anymore Mm -hmm. and how big of an investment that was that like the idea of of stopping and quitting that would, would make you even less motivated. Like you would think, right? Like you're already kind of in a depressive slump and then this thing doesn't work out at all you think you would kind of like go deeper into that but it sounds like to me you sort of you use that in a more positive spin it was like all right fuck it i'm not doing it anymore but i'm doing something <laughs> like, yeah exactly anything, anything. well because i mean we've talked about it on the podcast but a big problem i've had over the last few months is that i've kind of used youtube as like i want to be successful on youtube i want to be successful with the podcast and the live streams and I've continued to work pretty hard on them. And I started having these expectations that we tell people not to have. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like I was like, yeah. yo, I if I just do this and if I just do this and if I just do this, then the channel should get to the point where it's monetized. I should be able to start making money from it a lot sooner. And so why spend money find or why spend time finding new clients that actually pay me and just spend the time making the YouTube videos? And so it's gotten to the point where it's like, fuck, I'm behind on bills now. And so two months ago, I was like, I'm going to take a break from uploading and just spend time on the client work. And I also had applied for the job at that time. And that was another thing. Like I applied for a job in April. I applied to a couple of jobs in April and I never heard back from the movie theater, even though I called up multiple times and went there. And if I'm underqualified for a movie theater, that would be wild. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I guess maybe yeah. I'm overqualified. Much, much going on. I don't know. <laughs> right. But then it was like I had heard back from the job that I was supposed to go do, like literally the two days after I applied for it at the, at the beginning of May. But it was like, here's an interview in two weeks. Here's another interview two weeks later. It's already Shoot. June. And then your yeah. training doesn't even start till July. And then – they pushed back the training to August 5th, and I wouldn't have gotten paid until the 23rd of this month. Lord. So it was like, here's all this wasted time I could have just been spent finding new clients, but my depressive ass was in my bed watching TikTok videos. <laughs> I do that normally. <laughs> avoiding my fucking responsibilities, and it's just been yeah. like, it, this is more of a wake-up call more than anything. Sure. I'm like, oh god, what what happened, right? Yeah. And it's so um in particular with YouTube is that there's no one to to, to blame at the end of the day for mm-hmm. any of the shortcomings of your creative content other than yourself. Yep. Right? There's no higher figure, there's no boss, there's no you can't even really blame your clients either because they're like providing you money. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and shit. So like all that shit hits the fan. Who's the only person you can blame in that situation? And it's it's always it's always you. And that's honest, and that's yeah. that's true to reality, but it's also like you can only take a couple of those reality checks to the head before like you start thinking worse of yourself. Like yeah. YouTube especially. Um and I know it's the same with like online music artists and, and bloggers and all that. Entrepreneurship sort of stuff. as a creator, right? In entrepreneurship. Yeah. It is so, 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 so tied to your self-worth. Uh, and you can try to make it not that and try to make it just a business thing. But, like, 
at some point in the, in, in the scheme, it just becomes way, way personal and emotional. Um, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people aren't cut out for it like that. They would rather get a job where they have someone to blame or someone else to take the, the fault if things go bad or like a backup plan. And I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that safety and security. Jesus. Would I kill for some of that safety and security right now? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, but it's like, that's not how we're wired. That's not that's not what satisfies us. That's not creatively fulfilling. Like, right. sure, we could trade spaces with somebody working a, a reliable job, but then we'd be just as miserable because we couldn't create the shit we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're miserable if you 100%. do it, and you're miserable if you don't. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, there's, there's no winning from that. Um, what was like... I, I, I guess... I'm just impressed on your end that you've managed to sort of keep it together a little bit through the past couple of months. No, I appreciate it, man. It's been, I mean, it's been rough. Like when I decided to go on this kind of path, uh, I guess about two years ago, I uh, drop out of college, kind of do my own thing. Um, I was, I thought I was prepared for everything. Like I thought, okay, money's going to be really hard, but I just got to work hard. Um, like I, I just thought in my mind, I was like, I've been working hard my entire life. I just got to keep working hard and shit's going to happen. What I didn't realize was that not only did I have to work hard and keep pushing and have those kind of problems with, oh, I don't have a sleep schedule. Oh, I'm not eating right. Oh, I'm not exercising right because I'm working all the time. But also life might also fuck you in the ass <laughs> while you're doing yeah. all this. While and doing your all family that. will just fall apart. And all of a sudden you have to pay a lot of money to something that you didn't expect to ever have to pay for. And... All of a sudden, like like just a bunch of different things you never thought you'd have to deal with, along top the sacrifices you're already making. Sure, and you and you definitely got dealt a and it's an unlucky deal of hands, like yeah. as the shit was going down in the first place. Like it's not a it's not a good time to be a college dropout and a YouTuber when your family's collapsing around you. Like yeah, it's being a music professor wild. might not have been fun, but it would have been real handy. If you like had that security and money coming in, possibly like, right. Yeah. yeah, but you, you still would have been miserable later. But the even road. then, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm then just it saying, was like in that moment, especially you feel real down on yourself. <laughs> definitely, definitely, and it was like to the point where, okay, I got to deal with this. Plus, I got to work really hard. Oh, I now I don't have time to do my own videos, and so for like two months in October and November, I just didn't put anything out because mm-hmm. I just couldn't work on it. But anyways, kind of wrapping all this up, uh, the night before I was supposed to go into training, I put a post in uh, that Roberto Blake entrepreneurship group um, and just kind of explain my my position with the job and what I was doing and everything kind of happening. And uh, one of the admins on there made a video, like a 10 minute video, like responding directly to me. And she was talking about how like she was living in Puerto Rico when Hurricane Katrina happened. And this was like months after she started her entrepreneurship path. And then she moved to New York and her grandma got cancer. And it was just like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Like, fuck. So, um, I, I, I very much felt like I was kind of alone in this situation and realizing that no, anybody that kind of goes down this path of, of entrepreneurship, um, of a YouTuber, of a content creator, like, hardships happen along with the sacrifices you have to make and it's very hard to get through it but you just got to keep pushing because if you don't like 
Nobody's going to do it for you. Right. Right. Got a point. <laughs> yeah. So I've gained back. I guess I've gained some resilience through that. Um, and I, the hardest thing was just kind of losing my motivation because even though I felt depression, I think my entire life, I've always just kind of held on to some motivation. Like I've always just kind of gotten through things. And mm-hmm. this particular year, it was just like, oh, you know, use all your motivation, boy. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting anymore. It all, it all wrapped up. <laughs> there's, there's nothing, nothing left. Yeah. There's nothing left in there. Jeez. But I'm getting some of it back. Um, doing the hiatus of creating anything, too, that fucked it up even more. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Because it was like, okay, now I have all this time to work, but I'm not even spending it to work. I'm just kind of dicking around. So I've started recording videos again. I've started doing some side projects and I've got a lot of different ideas that I want to kind of throw out in the world in 2020. Um, a lot of side channels and interesting, weird things um, that I haven't really talked about to a whole lot of people. I'm going to kind of keep a lot of it to myself until it actually happens. But um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that way I'm not promising something and then it not happen. But uh, Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I've, the, the first step was just kind of um, coming back to this podcast, coming back to the gaming channel, um, and then your everyday nerd and kind of just working on that kind of stuff slowly, but surely and getting that stuff back out sometime between August, September and October. And then like November, December onwards, I'm going to like try to start putting out some new and different shit. Be fun. Be fun to watch. I agree. I'm excited. Excited as always. So. Um, I think that's all I got. Um, okay. the channel is growing still, which is really weird because it's all in these fucking Final Destination videos from like a year and a half ago now. <laughs> oh yeah, but like they're still doing well. Like the Final Destination Five video now has over seven thousand views, and it's gained like three thousand of that in the last month, and I've gotten like twenty subscribers from it. On its own. Shit. And I'm getting comments like, are you going to make any more recaps? <laughs> I'm like, no. No. But no. Uh, on the plus side, the uh, the watch time's going up. So we're like, we're closer to that 4,000. Not super close. I still got to get like a 1,500. But like, that's a lot closer than I've ever been, which is cool. There you go. It's in reach. It's in reach. Yeah. For sure. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. That's it, right there. Been your four months, half a year on YouTube, roughly, TM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. TM. It didn't sound as nice and uh, marketable <laughs> yeah. if it's that long. It's the YouTube the Quarterly Report. Trademark. YouTube Quarterly Report by Susan Wojcicki. <laughs> Did you know <laughs> that we brought annotations back for no reason? You're welcome. <laughs> like, thanks, Susan. I really needed an email telling me that. really appreciate that. Some people would actually probably be happy if they got that email. <laughs> like annotations yeah. are back. I'm like, I'm glad they're gone. I never care. <laughs> no more. I'm done. So glad those things are good. In screens are a godsend to yeah. me and, and everybody else who who uses them. Um. Okay. So, geez, <laughs> it's hard to start. We're going all the way like, back to fuck. Do I start to March and April? Uh, May. April. Yeah, we talked about April. April had the April Jules Day video, and it I did. thought that was. That was pretty, pretty epic. Indeed. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. So a lot of my time, as of recent, has not necessarily been 100% on Back to the Video Games and Blue Catch Productions specifically, mm-hmm. but rather everywhere else in the ecosystem of what I do, time has been put into that. So right. things like, there's now a Blue Catch Productions website. Fun fact, uh, bluecatchproductions.weebly.com. There's a Lions Honor Gaming website now, lionsonorgaming.weebly.com. Uh, they've been updated over the past couple of months and uh, even recently. And I've tried to include a lot of different things from there so that if you don't want to watch me on YouTube or on Twitter, there's at least a, a website to go to. And hey, if you're some old fogey and don't like anything like that, a website at least looks somewhat professional. So hey, mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, Monthly Battle League website is also there. So I own three total, pretty much. Hoping not to do any more, but we'll see. Uh, Aiden on Anchor, last time we talked was around like episode 9 or 10. And has since passed the 20 episode mark. We just yes. passed 20 not too long ago. So pretty much Aiden on Anchor got me through any time I actually was craving to do another YouTube podcast again. Because I've been wanting to do this shit for a while, while. For uh, sure. But any. Anytime I couldn't, uh, I was like, oh, wait, I have a personal podcast where I can talk about fucking anything. <laughs> like, isn't this cool? So that was that was definitely my safety net where I kind of experimented with, with YouTube stuff, Pokemon stuff, reviewing Disney movies, talking about Spider-Man movies. And, of course, like, probably the biggest theme of more than anything is just like, oh, yeah, I'm still depressed and not in college. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like anytime there's there's something to talk about yeah. with that, Aiden on Anchor is usually the first place to hear it because I don't typically put it on YouTube anymore, even do update videos. I haven't done an update video in like seven months or something crazy like that. It's yeah. been a while. Get that. So Aiden on Anchor's doing well. Uh, Monthly Battle League, since we last recorded, season three, like the, all of season three happened. So, it did. Yeah. It, did. Um, it was wild. All the coaches, and then a couple dropped out, and then we had to get, like, Jay and Parker in there, and Zach was already in it. So it was this big, like, fucking, around week four or five, this big mad dash to get everybody in. And then battles and logos and videos and all sorts of shit. Uh, Thankfully, by the time you're hearing this podcast, it's winding down a good bit. The awards video is finally out. Uh, The monthly battle league recap should all be out. I know uh, week one and two are out already, so there's that. I basically like recap each week, and you see some replays in the background. There's shorter videos, but better videos. IMO, they're good. The more longer they're really ones. Good. Yeah, uh, I've been enjoying them. So they're all rendering and shit. Monthly Battle League should be done by the end of August for season three, and then by the time season four rolls around, I have no idea what the fuck I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. Monthly Battle League is such a is such a, an anomaly in everything. We're like, I could probably still do it on the main channel if I just had the um, the like will to do it. I guess I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's just like it would clutter up too much in the summer months, but like right. for the rest of the time, it'd be perfectly fine on there. So a Monthly lot Battle of it is very specific to like your community. Very specific to my community, only in two or three months out of the year, and then it's just a mad dash to finish all of it, and then wait another year, and then whatever. But yeah. that just keeps me sane to like, okay, 
even though I spent an ungodly amount of time on se- on each season, at least now it's done, and people can go back to it if they want, and the next year we try to do it even bigger and better. So that's always a thing that's fun. Uh, season 3 wrapped up and finished. Videos are finishing. Lines on her gaming. Uh, Yoshi finally finished today. Um, yeah. So that was fun. That took a year. That's wild. That took a year. We are not at our re- year anniversary, too. Yeah, not to record, but it's a year to get it all out. <sighs> yeah, Lions Under Gaming's a year old now. That's crazy. Uh, we're at 100 and... There's 40, 140 videos, but not all of them are uploaded because the, the next series on there is already already uploaded. Um, right. But it's not public yet, so there's that. I've already announced it on my Discord. It's the Worldwide Meme Kirby series with me and him. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorites on Worldwide Meme, and now it's going to like have an actual audience on LHG, so that would be Which fun. pretty dope. And then after that, I think the Mario Odyssey series is the last Worldwide Meme thing to be on LHG, and then we're like out of the catalog, so uh, I've done really good at like getting all that shit migrated over because Ethan definitely wasn't going to use any of it, so having it online on her gaming for like days where I can't upload or getting a variety of games to the channel... It's been a nice little little help in a pinch, I'd say, for sure. For sure, yeah. Um, so then with Lions Under Gaming stuff, uh, back to the video games, had a change of thumbnails and descriptions. I did, on Blue Catch Productions specifically, not a lot of stuff, but still stuff. The, uh, the anniversary video, three years of Blue Catch Productions, Jesus. <laughs> you put a few videos out. Since I did. Saying, yeah. I did. Some um, bangers, IMO. I'm going to start with the three-year anniversary one because it was just like... Usually if it's an anniversary video on the channel, it's all kind of like... It's kind of serious. It's kind of retrospective. It's like a look back. It's like, <laughs> wow. Look how crazy this year was. Whereas the three-year anniversary video was a shit post. A <laughs> ten-minute shit post with a kind of clickbaity title and then you click on the video and it's just Ethan making noodles for ten minutes. It's great. Uh, Honestly. Really funny video of Ethan making two noodles for ten minutes, but still, what you see is what you get <laughs> on that front. Um, I've done three episodes of Back to the Video Games. The Starlink one, uh, which was kind of a return back to the show. Then the Kirby one, which was probably the biggest episode to do, period, out of all of them. That took the most time to film, the most time to edit. Uh, render, upload, the whole thing. I've spent more time on that Kirby episode than I think any particular episode of the show. Wow. And it's not even the longest. It, Smash one's the longest, but I had more stuff to cut out of the Kirby ones, so that altogether took longer. Um, right. And then for my 400th video, I did another episode of Back to the Video Games, the Top 10 Sinnoh Pokemon. Yeah. I usually don't do Top 10s like that unless it's for a big milestone, and I hadn't done one in over a year, so brought that back. I think so. I think so. I kind of wish the Kirby one did a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Just because I put so much fucking time into that. But like, rewatching it recently was kind of a thing where like, okay, maybe this wasn't the the big magnum opus I thought it was. It's kind of like all over the place and a little bloated in a couple areas. But like, still a really good episode. Right. Um, The Tops and Cinema Pokemon video is great as well. I like that one. Starlink is is a bit more divisive, but uh, I felt like I'd argued a couple of good points on that that I felt like was okay. So 
I think what's been really cool about seeing you do back to the video games is I feel like every episode is better than the last one almost. Like there are moments where it's like, oh, this part of the last episode was funnier or this part was a little bit better. But I feel like overall, like the show is definitely like improving every episode. I feel like it is. I may not like enjoy every episode just as much. Right. Like, I, I don't sure. know if I'd put three over two or seven over six or like stuff like that. Like there's a few that I prefer, uh, mm-hmm. at least in the creation process. But no, I definitely think there's been an improvement in stuff. And again, uh, I just like trying new things with that show a lot of the time. I don't, I don't rush those. I don't fucking have to have a topic like immediately. A lot of it is just very uh, spur of the moment recording and getting it and then kind of like using that idea and editing it and doing just doing different things every time to like make it more fun for me. Mm, um, definitely. So if, uh, if there's a particular joke I really want to do or a segment I want to edit a certain way or I want to do a top 10 list or whatever, I'm allowed to do that. Uh, it's just been kind of a very freeing, a freeing show in general. Where I can do a variety of different shit, but in an actual format this time. So you could watch all of them back to back if you really wanted to. Yeah. And I've still kept myself under that 30 minute limit rule. So I'm proud to not have gone over <laughs> 30 minutes yet. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I try to, there's a lot of cutting that goes, that goes into, into those episodes. So I'm glad I haven't right. reached 30 minutes. Um, and then like, this wasn't something I was going to do, but this is kind of a, a later thing. Originally, it was just going to be one back to the video games every week, but obviously they weren't coming out once a week, and there were long gaps in between episodes, but I still needed content for the channel, Hmm. so the idea kind of came of, what if I do, like, productions videos as, like, smaller little stop gaps, so even though back to the video games isn't coming out for another two weeks, I can put out a smaller Blue Couch Productions video to kind of hold people over. Right. And so I've done four of those since we last got on uh all the mcu movies ranked which is a, a it sounds like you kind of know what the video is until you watch it and then it's yeah, like oh, it's this is, wild the ranking is just a background piece to the, the nonsense happening in front of the camera <laughs> it is wild <laughs> to say the there's least. a couple of, there's a couple of shots and i'm like should i film that i don't know i think I you're in your know. underwear at one point yeah, I'm in my underwear at one point and changing pants. I like spit all over the <laughs> Just bed. randomly. Spit gum on the floor. Trash bag. Bright Cheez-Its. I'm in a trash bag. Like lots of dumb shit in that. But really fun. And the ranking part of it is also good. But it's not like why you watch the video. Uh, the three-year anniversary video, like I mentioned, is a, a shit post, but a fun one. Uh, the Pokemon Direct reaction following Sword and Shield hype. Uh, right. There's another trailer that I could react to, but I'm not going to. And then finally, like, the biggest surprise since we last recorded, this uh, Kitty Bobo video. Yeah. Was, I'd heard of the pilot before, and how it wasn't a show, and the pilot's been on YouTube for, like, the longest time now. And I thought, hey, uh, I should react to it. It's just, like, a small little video in between shit. Um, And I do. And it, like, does fine the first day, like, 10 or so views, and then it grows to 20, and then 30, and then 40 and 50. And then I put it yeah. on my homepage. It's like the, the new upload for visitors or whatever. And it grows and grows and grows and grows. It's at 193 right now. It Jeez. has not stopped growing. There has not there has not been a plateau since the time I released that video three months ago to now. 
Yeah, it's, it's on one of those topics 200. where it's like, oh, okay, people want this. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I felt like I did a Scooby Doo recap type situation where it's like, oh, okay, this hit a nerve. Like people really want Kitty Bobo stuff, <laughs> even right. if they can't get it anywhere else. And the video itself is like not one of my favorites at all. It's a typical reaction style video, like. Nothing special in it. There's a white bread cameo thing, and that kind of starts that little arc or whatever. But uh, oh, aside yeah. from that, like in the opening, the opening's pretty funny because it's me taking antidepressants. <laughs> aside <laughs> from that, the that. rest of the video is just kind of like normal shit. Um, but I kept it at ten minutes. I had an okay thumbnail and just apparently did really well in tags because 193. Like that's my best upload of the year by far. Number yeah. two being episode one of Back to the Video Games at 97. So. Well, like, we've talked about going niche on the channel a lot. And it's, like, going, like, obscure. Like, finding really obscure shit that not a whole lot of people are talking about. Like, those will get you, like, a, a few hundred, few thousand views easily. They're easy. Especially if not a lot of people have covered them before. Yeah. Because I, I feel like if more, if more people had covered it, my video definitely wouldn't have been... A thing because the quality definitely isn't there but because not a lot of people covered it hey this this is kind of okay video is <laughs> fine sure why not but yeah it's my biggest viewed video ever since the uh the fucking shovel knight video oh wow um which nice. one is it yeah the amazon fire tv which is almost at 300 jesus <laughs> uh let's not talk about that thing anymore <laughs> But yeah, like, um, that's the thing. In total, for 2019, I've released 12 videos. Wow. 12 videos total. How do you feel about that? Because this is going from, like, a bunch of, like, Let's Play parts and live streams to 12. How are, you, how are you feeling about that? It's funny, too, because, like, you see the three-year anniversary videos, like, on the first row. Yeah. It takes you maybe like three seconds to scroll down and see the two-year anniversary video. Holy shit. Like, they're on the same page, pretty much. Uh, you don't even have to go that far. Like, once you pass all the Let's Play shit, it's like mm. right there. <laughs> um, so yeah, on the one hand, like, I liked making a lot of stuff. It looks nicer when you have a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. Um, Clearly, there's a part of me that, that wants, like, a video every week, like I promised, or even a lot of smaller videos every day to, like, hold that tide over. Uh, on the other hand, like, all these videos have 20 views or more. Hmm. And all of these videos I'm proud of. That's the big one, right? Maybe not the April Jules Day video. That's good. I'm not proud of that one for you. you. Know, <laughs> whatever. That's a freebie. Anyway... <laughs> Right. All 12 of these videos have 20 or more views. All 12 of these videos I'm personally proud of. All 12 of these videos are probably some of the best stuff I've ever put out in the history of the channel. And it's all like back-to-back shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it may not be a once-a-week back-to-the-video games. And yeah, the smaller videos may not come out as often as they need to, but when they do, they do well. Mm -hmm. um, and that makes me happy. From a, from a quality perspective, from a content creator perspective of, I'm not doing as much as I used to, but everything's getting seen now, and everything that I'm making satisfies me way more than when I did 
30 blue catch plays, 30 <laughs> questions on the catch, 30 vlog videos, and only one productions video that I was really proud of for that month. Um, there's, just, there's just a lot less filler in general, you know? Yeah. I'll call it, I'll call it what it is. It's, it's YouTube filler for sure. Um, and, and that's the one benefit to having all 30 of these side projects is like, yeah, I could have put yep. monthly battling <laughs> shit on here and I could have put lines on our gaming and the personal podcast and like all sorts of stuff here if I wanted to fill those gaps but man <laughs> when you see like those 12 videos and looking back on them and just that they're all right there it makes me feel good personally and I think that's what, what matters more than anything it's like that shit makes me feel so good <laughs> even though we're halfway through the year and they've only done 12 videos I love each and every one of them we were talking um, off camera probably about a month ago, and you were telling me how like YouTube is basically the fast food of content, mm-hmm. and that really like that really hit something in me because yeah, you- <laughs> it hit me hard. I was like, "Fuck, wow. you're yeah. right." And I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about it in a negative way for a little while. Like sure. I, I, I was getting to the point where I was like, "Okay." Like, because you said something like that, and after I'd, like, been thinking about some of the Your Everyday Nerd episodes that have come out and how I'm not particularly, like, proud of them, like, they're not bad, but I'm not proud of them, it got me thinking, and it's like, going forward, I'm going to be spending more time on each individual episode, and I'm going Monday through Friday instead of every day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be the new schedule, and I'm not doing everything on Your Everyday Nerd like I had originally planned on. But, um, you had basically said that it was, like, YouTube was, like, fast food. And what we've both done in a way is gotten a lot rid of a lot of that fast food on our channels. More of like we put it on other shit. <laughs> right. So like other people we have, watch, but we it's have. not on the main channels. I get you. I get you. But here's the wild thing. I was thinking about it being a negative and I was like, man, I'd rather be creating gourmet food instead of fast food. Mm-hmm. But like, what if we become a McDonald's? We fucking make quality fast food and we put it everywhere. Sure. So like the way I see it is like, okay, cool. I have your everyday nerd. You have back to the video games. You have blue couch productions, right? And we're putting a lot of effort into those, but then we have our other franchise lines on our gaming and we have the another YouTube podcast and there's a lot of other stuff that I want to create and a lot of stuff that I want to talk about that I originally was going to talk about your everyday, your everyday nerd. But instead of doing that, I'm just going to be putting it on different channels and I'm just going to be different, like trying all these different things because I still think there's, you know, we've talked about quality and quantity and that kind of thing. And it's like, like it's (laughs) that episode will never die. (laughs) It's still important (laughs) to have quantity. It's still important to have quality, but it's like episode, like five, like episode six, like what? Like very early, because it's such so a common now. YouTube thing. And it's so still relevant, even then. Right. But it's like, cool, okay, I, I have my McDonald's, which is your everyday nerd, but yeah, I can make a Taco Bell about particular, this type of movies. It can just be this one genre of movies, and I talk about one of them like once a week, and that's that place, and it, they're not that hard to make, but they're like, you know, a, a different, certain quality, it's got a certain quantity going on to it, that's the Taco Bell. Right, like we have Lions on our gaming, which is like a, a solid um 
Oh, I was trying to think of a bad restaurant that's kind of okay, but <laughs> I can't think of anyways. Yeah, I can't tell you. I mean, but it's like Lions Honor Gaming has its very specific thing. We do it. We do it every day, or we, we, we're doing it every day. We'll eventually, you know. LOL. LOL, right. But it's like, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing to have that quantity, but at the end of the day, we have to be proud of how it all looks. Sure. And it's, I'm a lot more proud of having Lions Honor Gaming as its separate entity. And I'm proud to see all the videos we've done on that channel. But if you were to take all those videos and put them on the Your Everyday Nerd channel, I'd be upset. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> Even if it was daily uploads, it would look disgusting and I would be upset. So, yeah. Sorry for that. And I, and I understand that like as an approach of when you're just starting out of like... I have one Absolutely. channel. I want to try like 30 different things. I want to see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Like, fine. Do it on one channel. I think me and Zach have gotten to the point now where like, we kind of know what works for our audience and shit. And we kind of know like what we right. want to do. Uh, but the, but we still like, we still like fucking creating and trying still new like shit. We still like doing experimenting, yeah. Yeah, we still like experimenting shit. But I think we've gotten to the point now where like, I can't. I can't. I can't do it on on Blue Cash Productions anymore. And right. Despite how convenient that would be, uh, and trust me, switching back and forth between thirty channels, all of which are on the new YouTube Creator Studio, and I gotta fucking go on the setting. It's for not real. Fun. It is not fun. That's a whole another rant for another day. Still, uh, I'm happier because again, seeing those twelve videos on Blue Cash Productions, I'm glad it's those twelve, <laughs> and it's for not. Real something else <laughs> and we can still do that experimentation because i think a big one of one of the big reasons i've been like depressed over the past year is i haven't been experimenting you know i figured out your everyday nerd and i just kind of started doing that and i like i'm, I'm happy with it but i want to start doing more experimenting again like i used to but having those different avenues i think is very important just for like the growth of the channels the success of the channels mm. and all that kind of stuff Anyways. I agree. Sorry for the tangent. Oh, no. I, I think I was wrapping up there anyway. I didn't have too much cool. else to add. Other than uh, Aiden also has a comedy album. Yeah, uh, boy. I was about to say. <laughs> the Mexican Revolution of 1910. <laughs> you think, wow, what a weird title. Uh, go, go listen to it. It's on SoundCloud. You can find it under Blue Catch Productions or the Mexican Revolution of 1910. Ten whole bangers. Ten whole tracks. Mm -hmm. Give them a listen. They are, listen. as the kids say, wilding. Yeah. Uh, anal currently has the most views. So if you're wondering which track to start with, uh, the one with anal on the front might be. But listen to the whole album, uh, too. Spelled A-N-A-L. It works as a, as a cohesive experience. But if you just want to pick, like, whatever sounds funny to you, click that as well. Like, do whatever, do whatever you got to do. It's fun. Uh, I've had a lot of fun kind of learning that <laughs> game of being like, Oh man, everybody else seems to have a lot of fun doing this. What if I tried doing this? And uh, each of these ten songs were different experiments and risk of like, is this gonna be funny? Is this gonna sound good? How do I mix this? Uh, how do I upload it? I didn't even have SoundCloud for a while, right? Um, but it's you a new avenue <laughs> for me and a fun one as well. Like one that probably will not go anywhere, and I'm not gonna like actively pursue. But one that, like, <laughs> That's a mood. But one that if, like, I'm bored in, like, three months from now and I have nothing to do, I'll go ahead and fucking do a comedy album. Why not? Sure. 
it's just it's just a fun way to to express yourself with with music and and taking all the musical knowledge and and taste and biases you have and turning it into kind of its own unique new thing. Yeah, uh, it's also really fun to do with friends. So if you like have friends who are like would listen to it, like fucking give that a try because it's, it's a wild when you have other people listening to your weird ass work. That's the biggest part that's made it fun for me because it's like I could have been doing this kind of shit for the last few years, but I don't know who would have fucking listened to it. Right. But it's like we have like a very small circle of friends that do the same thing and then we all get into a call and we fucking listen to it with each other and it's really fun. It's a really fun night. Yeah. It's just it's just a fun little like creative thing where like there's not a whole lot of stakes or pressure or anything into it. It's just like, oh, fucking, I, I made a song. Listen to it. Whatever. Yeah. And even tried a little bit more serious stuff on the album, too. So, like, there's there's a good bit of, there's a good bit of shit that could go with it in the future. And I might. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just waiting for inspiration, I suppose. So, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I think. Cool. I think that's it. Still depressed. Still on antidepressants. Uh, still looking for shit to do keep my mind active at the very least uh, mm-hmm. but having all these projects has definitely given me the avenue to work on something like i could be in bed for two weeks but i also know monthly bodily recap week eight needs editing <laughs> so <laughs> that got me up uh got you. me working on, on on something and the fact that we're like we're back on the youtube podcast just kind of like checks another box in my head of where i feel better now of like okay everything's kind of getting done again good good it's good. it's funny because like for a long time we were talking about how we have all this shit to do how are we gonna get it all done and then we started taking things away and we're like we're so depressed what do we do now? Okay, yeah what do we do now i don't know do yeah. more shit i guess do yeah that's an answer that's that pretty much pretty much all i had for my four months or so i'm sure i forgot something in there, but I wanted to, to hit the major highlights of shit. For sure. So, yeah. Cool. Well, um, is it time to go into that main topic, boy? Yeah, we're at the 50 minute mark, which means we oh. gotta talk about our top 50 YouTubers. Segue. Day. Uh, and this is a ranked list of the top 50 YouTubers of all time. Not of this year, not of last year, not of a month. All time, since the platform started all the way back in 2006 to 2019. Uh, what are we filming this? August 11th. Yes. At that point in time. What are the, what are the best YouTubers ever to be on the platform? Well, I came up with 50. Zach came up with 50. We got to kind of combine list and rank them and give you guys sort of a definitive top 50 YouTubers of all time list by the end of this episode. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know how I long it's going to take. We didn't talk much about how this is going to go down. We just said we want to do it. So what rules we're going to decide any of it. You will have like a little image at the end of the, at, at the, yes. end of the podcast or a Twitter post or something. The, so you can um, look at it. The official listing, the official ranking, and I'll go ahead and put uh, both of the lists that we both came up with beforehand. That's just kind of here's our favorite people or here's our top individually. And then we'll have the official list um, in the description um, via a Twitter post probably. 
Um, and mm-hmm. it'll be a, it'll be like an image. I'll like Photoshop it and make it look make it look epic so that hopefully it goes viral or some shit. I don't know. Make it look pretty. Yeah. I want to. I, I, I encourage you not to not to look at it right away and to listen to the the process because. I'm sure a lot of this shit is not going to make sense if you just go look at the photo. Right. You kind of have to get the reasoning behind a lot of our dumbass decisions. <laughs> that being said, I will go ahead and give the giant disclaimer of uh, this list is going to be biased as hell. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because me and Zach, uh, granted we do have different tastes, uh, but our two tastes do not cover the entire platform of YouTube, and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to miss everybody. So question of the day, who would you add to this list? Who did we forget? Yes. Let us know. I'll ask it again at the at the end of the episode, but that's sort of the main question and all that sort of fun stuff. But yeah, without any further ado, let's get started. Yeah. Let's get started. So speaking on that bias, we both picked YouTubers that we personally enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably both picked YouTubers that are fairly popular or have a certain amount of revel- relevance. Sure. Uh, we both probably picked YouTubers that are... Um, had a, have kind of a YouTube legacy. They've been imported on the platform for many years. And so that means, like, this list is not going in any kind of order, like, based on subscribers or any of that kind of stuff. It's going to be pretty much subjective based on those kind of... Those factors. Those factors. And when it comes down to, like, the ranking part specifically of, like, what puts one channel over the other... Who knows? Oh, yeah, I don't know how that's <laughs> Who knows work. how we're going to decide I have no idea any of work. that. And there's going to be arguing, discussing, bitching, complaining, agreeing, perhaps, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but I guess the, the first thing that we got to do is just to kind of like go over people in our list and like simply a yes or no of like, do they belong here or do they not? Not even talking about the number, like right. going through both of our list and being like, do we think they should be on this list or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I feel like after we do that, we can kind of like narrow it down and sort of do all the ranking stuff. But right now we have like a hundred channels that we got to get through to even like make the 50 list. For sure. Okay. okay. So uh, we start with your list, my list. Back and uh, forth. Let's go let's back, and back and forth. forth. Let's do back and forth. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the first one I got is Alex Jones. All right. Now the joke was out of the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just him saw him on Twitter <laughs> earlier and I was like, okay. Number one, cool. baby. No, my first one is, uh, <laughs> I got these in order by alphabetical order for the most part, but not completely. So my first one is, oh, is Anna Akana. I do not know who and she I'll pull is. Up YouTube, I'll pull up, pull up the channels while we're doing this and we can talk like stats and shit. I know you did a Your Everyday Nerd about a short she did. So, Anna Akana is a YouTuber with 2.5 million subscribers. She started in 2011, and she has been one of the most prolific uh, female YouTubers on the platform since then. Um, Okay. She started with, like, uh, a lot of different skits, most of them being comedic, um, some music stuff. She dated Ray Liam Johnson for a couple of years. Um, they did a podcast together. The podcast got deleted because they broke up. Um, but she started doing these skits slash self-help videos a few mm-hmm. years ago. And that's kind of been her niche throughout the entire like past five years. And uh, they're all usually about five minutes long or less. They have some animation stuff in it. Um, they do all like these kind of funny things. Um, and she's just like one of my favorite one of my favorite creators on here, but she also just put out a music album. 
She's got a couple music videos now. She did an entire stop motion animation thing uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a couple years, six months ago. And so I think she deserves to be on the list. And just uh, check through mine and uh, add one girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I went and like actively sought out like a couple of females that I like watched. I'm glad. I'm glad you did because there was a couple that I automatically put on here, and I was like, okay, cool, I got two. Um, But I think I got about five or six that I've watched in the past, in the the past years. Yeah, I'm telling you already. This list is biased. Yeah, (laughs) don't blame me. Uh, As for a yes or no on her particular, Mm -hmm. do you think like? All time, like net for net, and I kind of got it put on the list. I would think all time she she definitely deserves to be on the list. I don't think this is. I mean, part of this is biased, but I don't think the entire thing is biased. I think objectively, like she has worked with so many big creators and she's done so many big things over the past ten years that she would deserve to be on it. Okay. I'll agree with you then, for now. <laughs> we might might have to do some cuts later. We might have to, for sure. Yeah, I'll agree with you for now and say that I, I probably uh, agree with you. Okay, so my first is uh, taking you back to the past to play some shitty games that suck ass. I'm going Cinemassacre for my first pick. Um, simply because... I forgot about him. Um, <laughs> I did. Yeah, uh, Angry Video Game Nerd was a big, big deal. For a long time, um, if you were anywhere into gaming whatsoever, 2006, 2007, 8, 9, 10, whatever, you know the Angry Video Game Nerd, and you know their channel, Cinemassacre in particular, uh, and the weird thing is, like, neither of them have stopped. <laughs> there are still new episodes coming out, uh, there is still movie reviews going out, that's kind of what they're known for, they're like movie people first, but like... Their impact on the gaming stuff alone is just like worth being on here, in my opinion. When it talk, when we're talking about like highly produced video game shows, that doesn't start until Angry Video Game Nerd, in my opinion. Um, the production value is insane. James himself as a human being is pretty interesting to watch through, uh, and just the amount of content they've made. Kind of the YouTube veteran. I don't know how many subs they're at, but I could tell you real quick. Uh, somewhere in the ballpark of millions. Uh, three. Three million. Been around for a long ass time. 2006. They started on their own website. On their own website, Um, yeah. yeah. So, like, they're kind of pioneers in a lot of ways. So, I'm kind of throwing this one out to the old school. I still watch them on a daily basis a lot of the time. Uh, they got good shit all around. If you're into movies, if you're into games, whatever. But the angry video game nerd stuff is what gets them on the list. I- IMO. Um, if we're talking impact, that's who I'm going with. I, I mean, I agree. I can't believe I forgot about him. Um, yeah. Just because, <laughs> like, I've never been, like, the biggest angry video game nerd fan. I've never really watched a whole lot of his content. But first off, he's a genuinely good dude. He's still relevant. He's still putting out, like, daily content. Uh, they're still getting really like really good views for a channel as old as as they are. Like I, I 100% agree. Like yeah, there he go. deserves to be on the list. All right, up to you. We'll kind of speed things up as we go along. By the way, we're not going to spend this long on each person. And to be all here all day for sure. <laughs> so my next one is Austin McConnell. 
He is. Ooh, I've heard the name before. You'll have to remind me. He's at 900,000 subscribers. Uh, channel started in 2007, but he didn't really start uploading until... I want to say two years ago. Well, he's been uploading for six years, but his current form of videos started in two years, two years ago. Um, he went viral off of a video about parachuting. Uh, the video is called oh, what to do video. if your parachute fells. And it's like a four minute animation, like funny thing, but also like very informative. Um, uh, he's really well known for making a movie that wasn't good. And he's really talked about, Oh yeah, that video. Jesus. Yeah, he's really talked about kind of his so history good. behind that movie and why he failed and going forward as a as a filmmaker. And he's made like some of the most thoughtful, some of them are educational, some of them more opinion pieces, but um mm-hmm. either or they're very thoughtful videos. And um I think a lot of this I is think... personal bias, but I think he's sure. gonna grow a lot more in the future. I think this is one of them where, like, uh, the content that they have kind of justifies them on here and not so much, like, the reach and clout and impact. Yeah. Because, like, they're still going and they're still, like, new and they're continuing to grow. But, like, simply based on the amount of content he has now, how many really good, insightful videos there are, that alone, I think, kind of puts it on there. I, I didn't think of him at all, uh, yeah. but I love his sh- shit all the time. So, yeah. Watch yeah, everything he puts out. So, yeah. Are you adding these to the spreadsheet? You are. Yeah. Cool. All right. uh, Next up, for me, uh, we'll do another gaming one, and then I'll change it up a little bit. Uh, My main boy, Jono, Jontron, is my next one. Yeah, he's on mine, too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Again, like, even if you're not a video game dude, the production value, the humor, the personality... Uh, and even just if you've seen his later work, Jesus, the flex tape video alone is just like, oh. Uh, but there's also like a legacy attached to that. Mm-hmm. There's also like normal booths. There's all these things where you follow John in his career and see how everything he touches like turns into something incredible and good. Uh, had a couple of controversies over the years, obviously, but in terms of like reach, one of the biggest. In terms of impact, one of the biggest. And if you're, uh, you don't even have to be like a big video game guy to like him. His newest shit is so much stuff and it's all, all fantastic. Yes. For me. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, just for some background, he's got 5.5 million subs started around eight to 10 years ago. Um, has been putting out, he, he's very infamous for the, uh, not putting out a video for a few months and then just coming back out of nowhere and putting out a video. Uh, but here lately, he's got like an entire production team. He's putting out content um, at least once a month, sometimes twice a month. Um, and it, like his past year of content, uh, some of the best shit he's ever done. The Flex Tape video has like 43 million views alone. I concur. So yeah, I 100% agree. He should be on the list. Okay. My next one is Mr. Bill Wirtz. Yeah, you knew I had him on mine. I asked. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I have him on my list. Um, keep it short for sure. Got everybody knows Bill Wirtz for sure. Bill Wirtz, music guy, um, does a lot of weird music, short videos. Been around for like ten years. Three point three million subs. You'll know him well for his history of Japan video and his history of the entire world. I guess video. 
uh, boasting a 7 million and a 49 million views piece. Um, Damn. Still, like, I feel like so people subscribing to him and shit still might be a little bit niche. People might not know him by name as much, mm -hmm. but I feel like most people who watch YouTube on a regular basis have seen both of those history videos and love them. They're good. They're good. On its own, like the content is just like one of a kind. It's original. It's super list. original. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I I, 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 I agree. I concur. Uh, next up, bit of a bit of a mean man, bit of a music boy. One of the only music channels I watch. Probably saw this one coming. The Needle Drop. Yep. Is my next one. Uh, and this has a lot of reasons behind it. I'll keep it short here because I think Zach has them on there as well. Mm. Uh, been doing this for an incredibly long time. Ten reviewing years. Albums, <laughs> uh, in front of a camera, in front of a wall. With a couple of like special effects and a couple of of characters along the way, but for the most part, like really simple, <laughs> really down to earth. Uh, but just has the backlog, just has the personality, just has the opinions. And when he's not doing any of the music review shit, he's making some of the best shit posts and meme content <laughs> of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to put his meme channel on here, but it doesn't exist anymore. That is the plan. Uh, <laughs> But I guess the needle drop itself will have to suffice. Really good music opinions. Just kind of an icon in that field. Uh, and really just going to show that, like, sometimes the simplest videos are, are the, the best. Is like, dude gets, like, a million views on, on videos that visually are just, like, not a whole lot going on. But you're there for, like, him and the opinion and the conversation. Great Right. Job. A lot of the channels that we're going to be talking about um, are going to be more comedy-based. Going to be more, like... Uh, like, yeah, okay, this is your classic YouTuber, but there's so much content on YouTube that we're going to be getting into educational stuff. We're going to be getting into review stuff. And with The Needle Drop, Anthony Fantano, like, all of his videos, for the most part on his main channel, are very just informative. Here's my opinion. But like you said, like, he's he's very well-spoken. He's very well-written. Like, um, I, I've... Never heard somebody talk about music the way this man does, and I was a music major in college. So even if I don't know what he's talking about or even agree, like right. the conversation aspect alone is just huge. Yeah, and, and even then, like he has a second channel called Fantano where he's been doing it for the last two years, and those are probably oh, some of my favorite too. videos because you don't need to listen oh. to the album to enjoy the video. Love him, love him. So yeah, I I agree. I, he's got the legacy. He's got the the numbers. Um, that numbers. <laughs> Not all these are going to be big boys. Trust me. I'm just trying yeah. to get the obvious, the obvious boys. For so, sure. You know. All right. What's next for you? Boogie two nine eight eight. I don't have him on mine, believe it. Really? Or not, but I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah. So I love I Boogie forgot. mostly for his live streams, but he has been on YouTube much longer. Um, Four point five million subs currently. He's been on here probably ten years as well. Twelve years, even. Um. You'll know this guy mainly for his Francis videos. Just a, just a big, heavy set dude wanting his Mountain Dew and his World of Warcraft servers. Um, a lot of people love those type of videos, but personally, I found him through his um, rambling series where he talks about his life. And um, I mean, this dude was a big guy and he's lost a lot of weight over the last couple of years. He's gone through a lot of life changes. Um, 
And it's just been really almost cathartic to kind of hear this man talk about his life and get his shit together. And also he's a gamer and also he does streams and also he's funny. And uh, mm-hmm. I think everybody knows him. I, I do. It's, it's Glad you brought him up. Yes for me. Cool. Uh, so I'm kind of changing up, changing up genres. Uh, keeping it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to get something from the animator world, and I did like one for the old school and one for the new school. Cool. And the new school one is the one I'm going to talk about here. Uh, kind of a, one channel to represent the story time animator crew. I don't know if this one's necessarily your favorite, uh, but it's mine. Out of all of them, I kind of summed it up into this one channel here. I went with Jaden Animations. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, her in particular, even though she's not like the originator, that probably would be like Domix. Hmm. Or even the biggest, that one would probably be Odd, odd, odd Ones Out. Personally, I find the quality of her work to be just a little bit better and nicer to look at, for one. Hmm. And also, the quality of topics and things discussed on there, I think, are a bit better. Where it's like, yes, there's stories time stuff. There's the usual random stuff. There's also, though, like, really, really good videos of, like, depression and anxiety and just awful, awful shit. (laughs) Uh, And hearing it from her perspective and how she draws some of these things is just incredible. Um, And even recently, she started, like, pivoting a little bit into advice stuff. Like, uh, the relationships video in particular is just a lot of really good advice about relationships, whether they're toxic or with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. There's a really good self-improvement video. Um, So it's not just the usual, like, story time stuff, which it is there, granted. Um, But it's those deeper videos. It's the quality of animation. It's her personality. Um, The why I don't have a face reveal video in particular, that was the reason I'm putting her here. It's just like... Good lord. Some of the deeper stuff is just outstanding. But I don't know. I don't know what about you, Zach, if you even watched her, if you prefer a different one or how that goes. So that particular video you talked about, that's the only video I've ever seen by her. Um, yeah, because I shared it with yeah, you. I'm like, you have to yeah, watch it. It's a really good video. Um, I feel like I could definitely watch more of her first stuff. Storytime animator type shit just isn't really the thing that I kind of rel- you know, go to on YouTube. However, sure. I will say... On this past YouTube Rewind, which was awful, the only part that I enjoyed was her, like, four or five second bit, where yep. she had a With lot of references to PewDiePie and a bunch of memes that happened throughout the year, and uh, a lot of stuff that probably went under the radar for YouTube, but it was really the thing that kind of felt like 2018. Um, mm-hmm. So, I there is another animation channel, which I'll bring up after this one, but... Uh, but sure. I, I I do think she belongs on the list. I'd agree. 6.5 million. Been around mm-hmm. since 2014. Uh, multiple views in the millions. She consistently gets that, usually. Yeah, yeah. She's doing really video. well consistently as far as views and shit goes. I could have gone, like, odd, odd one out or, like, a different one of those groups. Jane's the one I prefer the most. That's the one I went with. I will agree. So, kind of following up the animation train. Uh, Jello Apocalypse. He's on mine. <laughs> really? Okay, cool. Yep. So yep. this is probably the only animation channel that I had on mine. 
and it's because a lot there's just not that many animation channels really that's true and there's just not a lot of them that i watch um anyways he's been around for uh it says he started his channel in 2009 but i doubt his oldest video is that long six seven mm -hmm. years ago okay um he's been doing it a lot longer than i thought but the things that he's most famous for are his Welcome to series where he has like welcome to YouTube, welcome to Twitter, Tumblr. Um, and he kind of jokes about, makes fun of those like fan bases and stuff. Uh, but the videos I really like by him are So This Is Basically series where he talks about certain oh, yeah. franchises and stuff and his every such and such film reviewed in 10 words or less. He's done all the oh, Disney really films. He's done all the uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo movies. Like all a lot these. of good creative advice on there too for the like tip of the tongue stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the designing a Pokemon game video, like, like you can tell this dude like also enjoys making stuff and is not just one of those. I'm a film reviewer who doesn't really like film or whatever. Like, right, dude can make fun of things and joke at them, but also like really see the strengths in there too. And I kind of like that a little bit more than sort of the negative stuff like he'll have fun with it and poke fun at it and also like talk about what he would do better stuff mm -hmm. like that you know and it's like even but yeah he with, was on my list as well <laughs> yeah even with the podcast like you could watch all of his content in like a week like he doesn't have that many videos but everything he has is very solid very good so we're putting him on the list i agree, I agree. kind of taking it off of animation for a little bit and moving into more uh, live action mm -hmm. <laughs> if you will um i don't know if you'll agree with this or not i assume he's on your list we'll see uh up next for me is h3h3 i agree <laughs> but not only that also on the list is the h3h3 podcast as well because i think oh. both are crucial segments of youtube um and both, I think, deserve being on the list. I don't know if necessarily, but uh, they're both on mine. So I was, let's talk H3H3 H3 first. Though. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, H3H3 H3 been around for, again, quite a while. Um, oldest video is six years ago. Uh, 6.5 million subs. Um, most of his videos, most of their videos are well into the millions of views. Uh, but you will probably know H3H3 mostly from um, his Vape Nation video. Vape Nation. That's a good one. Um, where he talks about a bunch of prank channels. It, it's a commentary channel. It's a commentary with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of comedy. And him and both his wife, Ela are some of the funniest people on the platform. IMO. I agree. Ela's um, great too. Agreed. Yeah, she's like, she's half, she's like the secret ingredient, I think. Like, Ethan's the funny, haha YouTube guy, but like, you stay for Hila and all that. Right. I think it, they're definitely a really good dynamic. They have a baby now, too. It's crazy. Ew. It's wild. Yeah. And a dog. They, they like, grow up with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's weird In terms of, YouTube. like, comedy shit, in terms of commentary channels. If I had to pick one commentary channel, it's H3H3. <laughs> so... Mm. It represents another kind of genre we haven't really touched on yet. Now, what's interesting about the podcast, and I'm wondering whether we should just keep it to one channel per creator or not, 
because I feel like a lot of these creators have multiple projects. He's not the only one I have with something like that. Okay. Too, so interesting. Okay. So H three H three podcast just to bring give you some background on that. Two million subscribers. It is a podcast that is streamed live. I think it was on Twitch for a while. It might be streamed on YouTube now. I don't know. But they've been going strong it's for two years. It's the first thing years. that uh, shows up when you type in H3H3. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be their the biggest podcast. thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. If it didn't already, just because they, they don't put out as many videos on the main channel, I honestly think in like three, four years, like the H3 podcast is going to be a lot bigger. I think so. Um... But they have a lot of really big guests. They do. Which is wild. A lot of people that are going to be on this list. Um, a lot of musicians, a lot of actors. They recently had, um, what's his name? Andrew Yang, uh, who is running for president. president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, so there's a lot of that kind of uh, clout, if you will that is that is there mm-hmm. so that's interesting i'm wondering i mean i like both of these channels a lot h3h3 for sure is going on i agreed agreed yeah um, they're first to put on but the podcast is like i don't think we're gonna find another podcast channel that's like right up there i have another one for later i have a similar uh, but i don't kind of a podcast watch them but not entirely as much yeah Okay. So in terms of like YouTuber podcast stuff, I feel like that covers another genre. I feel like they're really good at what they do. Whatever. Um, I'd be fine either way. Um, I say we put both of them on the list now, and then if it gets to be like, oh no, we got Close. sixty right. people here, then we can we can yeah. make that decision. But yeah, yeah, no, I I, I agree. Both really good content. He's not the only example of that I have on here, but it's not. A big overlapping thing. It only happens a couple of times on the Cool. All right. All right. Cool. We have 11 people so far. 11 channels. Wild. I'm liking the list so far. These 11 people are like, yeah, these are like kick ass. Kick ass shit. I agree. I agree. All right. Back to you. The next one is Captain Disillusion. And I don't know if you know this one or not. I've seen thumbnails and I know he has the, the thing with the face mask mm-hmm. kind of under him but no i've never watched a video of this so this is one of those where it was like i got recommended some videos of his a couple years ago but i didn't know who he was i didn't watch anything i didn't know what he did and then i watched a video of his and they are literally i, I think he makes the best quality videos on the platform really? hands down he's he's a graphic designer but no well not really graphic design more of like uh cgi like he does a lot of modeling and um, for his videos, and there's just so much put into him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been around for also 12 years. Um, he wow. has, and he just recently reached a million subscribers. I want to say at the beginning of the year, he's at 1.6 million now, which he, in my opinion, definitely deserves. Um, his style of content is very. It's very heady. It's about um, he debunks a bunch of like fake videos. He does a lot of visual visual effects. That's what it is. It's all like visual effects type stuff, but it's still very interesting and entertaining to watch. Hmm. But just like uh, I'll send you a video real quick, just so you can kind of 
see like a few seconds of his like visual style like just scroll through it and you'll see like all kinds of wild shit that he does this ain't even the best video for it but it's like yeah anyways hmm one of my favorite creators for sure. Um, one of them that I watch everything he puts out now because he doesn't put out like a, a whole lot. But um, I, I personally think it's probably the best content on the platform as far as visually speaking. I'll have to take your word on it. Zach says the best is the best. We'll put it on. Cool. Let's go. Put it on. Okay. Which one do I want to do next? Okay, so um, we'll do another different genre that I haven't covered yet. In terms of um, the tech boys, <laughs> a lot of tech boys out there, a lot of different tech boy channels, it really God. came down to two for me. And uh, the one I went with is the bigger of the two and probably the more popular of the two. I went with Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, for my this list in terms of tech channels <laughs> in particular some of the best <laughs> some of the best shit uh phone reviews are one of a kind dope tech where he goes over like all sorts of weird and out there shit like camera robots uh him talking about cars i don't even give a shit about cars but the way he gets into electric cars is just like i kind of want a tesla now like <laughs> Just a very fun and engaging, and also, like, level-headed. I think that's what I like about it most, is, like, he can cover any pr- product by any company and still have a level head throughout all of it, where it's, like, clear that, like, more than any other tech reviewer I watch is just, this is formed with logic, this is formed with objectivity, and if he has a bias, he tells you directly, like, out front, like, this is what I prefer, this is what I like. And in terms of like all the tech reviewers out there, he's he's my favorite of the bunch. I, I, I been around agree. forever, nine million subs. He March is he's another one of those legacy creators which has been around for like ten years plus. Um, one creator of the decade. He did or some some more thing. I don't know. He did. Um, yeah, eleven years ago. Um, I really love his mindset as far as creativity and shit. I haven't really watched a whole lot of his videos. I've seen a couple. But watching things about tech just isn't something that's all that interesting to me. But there's like there's a few of these big tech YouTubers, which I highly respect, but I think he is definitely kind of the top. If I'm picking one, I'm going him. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. He like I said, he was on my list too. If I can spell properly, that would be great. Maybe if you spell correctly. Alright. Cool. Yes. Shoot um, through. Next on the list. Uh, this one might be a little weird for you. L of the Mills. I don't know this one either. L Mills is a vlogger, story time type uh, creator who started back in not that long ago. Five years ago. Okay, five years ago. But uh, a couple of years ago, she said, I'm going to be, I'm going to get a million subs. I'm going to go viral. And she like did it in like two months. Wow! Like it was, it was fucking insane. She did a lot of um, she got really, she blew up really quickly, to the point where she was going to all these cons and stuff, and then 
uh, out of nowhere, she made a video about her breakdown because she got burnt out. Um, and so she was really one of the first creators to kind of open up that conversation to the YouTube community and to the mainstream media about YouTuber burnout. Um, but what I really like about her videos is that they're like, they're very short, almost movies. They're funny. They're entertaining. There's a lot going on, a lot of pretty colors, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's at 1.5 million right now. Here's one of her videos. I turned my mom's house into a Yeah, rat. they're very they're very kind of wild and a little bit out there. Um but it's not to the point where it's obnoxious in my opinion because there's a lot of those big vloggers that are obnoxious. That are obnoxious. I think right. she's very more down to earth about shit. Okay. All right. Well, I'll uh, take your word for it. Sounds good. This uh, next one won't mean hardly any argument for at all. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe if you want to talk about it. Um, next up for me is uh, the number one YouTuber on the platform, PewDiePie. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> kind of a no-brainer, right? Like, kind of wild we took to number 15 to even talk about him. But uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to save him a little bit for later. Uh, yeah, number one creator <laughs> on the platform. For several years, holds the longest reign over anybody. Uh, huge for Let's Plays, huge for vlogs, huge for like Pew News and talking about conversations and, and news topics and memes. burnout and All kinds memes of stuff. and like just an just an enormous impact uh, on the platform as a whole. If something happens to YouTube, something happens to PewDiePie. Like you know, they're they're connected. I feel. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, ways, of ways. Yeah. Plus, like, content I just like watching. He's the number one YouTuber, and he has stuff I like watching. So that's just, that's a bonus for me. Yeah, The yeah, fact yeah. that I even enjoy stuff in the first place. Because, uh, like, legacy and impact alone would put him on here. But I also just like his stuff in general. So there's a there's a bonus for you. Yeah, if you had told me, like, seven years ago, six years ago, to watch PewDiePie, I'd be like, no, I don't want to. Like, I don't like his content. But, like, the last three years, he's made some of the best, like... Like that fast food content we were talking about, like they're very just watchable and they're fun to watch and they're they're funny and I honestly actually I feel like I could go back and watch just like any PewDiePie video and still get an enjoyment out of it. Mm -hmm. Just a very genuine down to earth guy. Um I agree. Then yeah. Marcy is pretty great too in the pugs. Yeah. They're all a bunch of winners. Been around for uh twenty ten and has ninety eight million views <laughs> subscribers. Almost ninety nine. Plus, like, we had that entire PewDiePie versus T-Series thing. Oh, yeah. Which... And T-Series is not on my list. <laughs> no, not mine either. I'm telling you that. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Next up. Going back to uh, vloggers for a little bit, Casey Neistat. He's on my list, too. 11.4 million, also kind of a legacy creator, been around for fucking forever, nine years. <laughs> um, got his start doing an HBO series with his brother started doing wow. daily vlogs i want to say about four five years ago um really got big off of that daily vlog and basically creating the entire vlog format that we know of today pretty much <laughs> yeah because before him it was just a person looking into a camera and talking now we have now cinematic cinematic and shit. filmmaking into vlogs and uh 
Much appreciated. A lot of people owe their careers to this man. Um, I agree. I don't watch this stuff personally, but Impact is one of the things I was really looking at in, the, in terms of vloggers. Yeah. He's right up there. So I think as a as an entrepreneur, he's definitely like one of my role models in that aspect. I feel like I can just watch a video of his and learn something, um, whether it's sure. his struggles or successes. And um, Dude has so much energy. And not in an outwardly way like some creators, but just like always doing shit. A genuine, yeah. Genuine passion. Cool. So we agree. I appreciate it. I agree. Awesome. Uh, speaking of learning, yeah, uh, I'm going to go big learn boy himself. Uh, Michael here, Vsauce. Yes. Yeah. And I could, <laughs> if I'm honest, I could put some of his side channels up on this list as well. I'm not going to. Yeah, for real. Uh, Michael himself. <laughs> And the quality of content from the beginning, from the beginning, (laughs) was just like, never has learning been as fun when it's Michael at the camera talking about whatever the fuck he's into and you're just along for the ride. (laughs) I love the career of Michael Vsauce because he started out with like these wild movie video game parody videos. Um, He has a video called Mario Farts from nine years ago. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. His old videos are <laughs> they are wild. They are wild. Ooh. A lot of boobs in the thumbnail type thing. Okay. Um, but if you scroll down a little bit, you get past like the eight year mark into the. Uh, I wanna. Uh, I hope it's soon because I'm still scrolling. Okay. Yeah. Around the seven year mark. Any second now. Um, he starts getting into the very uh, the highly intellectual. Uh, existential big brain brain videos um (laughs) why do we dream how much does the internet weigh just like these big questions and he talks about them he does so much research into them and they're entertaining and enjoyable to watch and he's the best he's even done three seasons of a youtube red show one of the only good ones i've heard i agree (laughs) i've seen all three seasons and it's that's the one that i like the most Word up. But I, yeah, I'm just gonna agree. I mean, I don't think there's any debate. It, it can't have a top fifty without Vsauce. I agree. <laughs> like, you know, that's that's YouTube right there. It's Vsauce, and he's a memer. He's a big meme meme boy. A big meme boy. All right, let me get wild with my next one. Um, hold on, let me say one that maybe we could have some debate about. Uh, okay. We haven't debated a lot. We put it in everybody. Right. Much. A lot of these things have been people that we've known, both known. I have some wild ones coming up, though. I, I have saved a lot of them. Nintendo Capri Sun. Ooh. Okay. So, another legacy creator. Not as well known. Um, but as far as the gaming side of YouTube goes, as far as Let's Plays in particular, especially the traditional Let's Plays without the face cam and stuff. Uh, sure. He has been around, Mr. Nintendo Capri Sun himself has been around for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 410,000 subscribers, so the lowest, the, the smallest channel we've talked about at this point. Um, but I think from his legacy alone, that he, that arguably he could be on, on this list. I don't watch him as nearly hey. as much as I used to, just because I don't watch Let's Plays as much anymore. Sure. But I think out of the old school YouTube, uh, old school Let's Players, he is one of my favorite, if not my favorite. I think my only problem with putting him on here mm-hmm. is that I have five more on this list. Five more Let's Players. Right. 
And I know some of them are going to be different from yours, too. Right. Uh, we don't have the same group. So my only issue is that a, a fifth of this list is just going to be uh, Let's Players. Right. And if we're going to have Let's Players on there, I want to narrow it down to, like, two or three. <laughs> I agree. No, I you completely know. agree. So do we? are we really, really sure that, like, out of everybody, that's one of the three we're going with? Yeah, I no, I get that, I get that. I think you're. But right. I like them. I like them though. Yeah. It's just I know I have a lot coming up, and not even all of them I don't think are going to get on. So. Yeah. This is definitely more personal bias I think than anything. Yeah. Um, I mean I've talked Absolutely. about it before. Like he and kind of he was like one of my early inspirations of YouTube. But um, no, I I think you're right. I think that it's definitely one that. Maybe doesn't need to be in top fifty, top one hundred, sure, but like top, top one hundred. I think I'm gonna, yeah. I think I'm gonna disagree and say top one hundred. Okay, okay. Just because I know what I have coming up. I'm down with that. I'm cool with that. This first one we've uh, kind of taken disagreed off. Disagreed on. I'm cool with that. Here's one that you're gonna disagree with. Uh, <laughs> four letters, all capital. Okay. Well, fucking Fred. Fred. <sighs> I know you're going to disagree with it, and you're probably right. That's the thing. You're probably going to convince me not to put Fred on here. However, when I thought of YouTube in my dumb brain, uh, Fred came up for me. And I feel like it does for a big part of the YouTube generation. Fred comes up. But there's a couple of problems with putting him on this list. Uh, number one, he's annoying. <laughs> number two, yeah. the channel ain't even active anymore. No. <laughs> it's run by like kids or something. Uh, and three, it's not relevant anymore either. It's clearly had its heyday and it left. But he was the number one YouTuber for a period of time. He was on TV shows. He had several movies. And the dude himself, Lucas Krushank or whatever, still has a, a successful YouTube channel. Not on the Fred one anymore. But him really himself as like a personality uh, is still on YouTube to this day. But uh, I think yeah. my problem... I think my problem... <laughs> there's multiple problems. I mean, there's multiple problems. So I think... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. For for starters, the channel's been active for four years. Sure. But even before that, there's an entire, like, year, possibly two years, where it's not Fred-related at all. It's just, like, some kids. Sure. There's even a video sure. with Jake Paul on here. Like, Jake Paul <laughs> is in the video support. on this channel. Spoilers. Um... So there's that. I, I also think that he did have a reputation, but I wouldn't necessarily say that reputation was good. <laughs> and so sure. when I'm thinking top 50 YouTubers, I'm thinking of people that, like, I can still recommend. Okay. And maybe that's just My mom would be good. If you want to talk... <laughs> I, I Preferably, right? Like, mm. if we were going to make a, t a list of, like, top 50 important YouTubers... Sure. Then sure. maybe he could go on the list. Like, right there with fucking Annoying Orange. <laughs> I did not put Annoying Orange. And even, orange. like, Ray William Johnson. I wish I could put Ray William Johnson on this list. But... I have him on mine, too. That That's another one of mine. I'll go ahead and throw that out. Is that? Okay. He's on here. Okay. Because yeah. I thought For about the same him. kind of reason. <laughs> but it's like, I can go back and watch a Ray William Johnson video and at least have, like, a couple of chuckles. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a Fred video. <laughs> <laughs> Impact was definitely a big part of my list, like I said earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say I watch Fred every day or whatever. But right. When I thought of YouTube, he came to my mind. Ray That's Rowan fair. Johnson came to my mind. 
But it's also I, like I when we put right Rebecca now. Black. <laughs> like... <laughs> Rebecca Black is not <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, okay, fine. I'll get rid of Fred and then by <laughs> extension, we have to get rid of Ray William Johnson as well. I think so. I think so. And as much as I liked yeah. Ray William Johnson for a long time, I feel like he he was also another like top creator for like three years before PewDiePie took it over. Um, he also had an entire music channel. He had animators. Oh yeah, Smosh too. Yeah, like he had an animation like channel of like actual TV shows and cartoons. Ray William Johnson did a lot, and he's still doing a lot, but none of it's relevant. And sure. There are multiple people that I've talked to in the last like three years that don't even know who he is. So yeah, I would take him off my list too. too. Okay. Uh, is it back to you or back to me? How we? Um, go ahead and do do another one for you since I did bring up Ray William Johnson. Okay. Uh, kind of another older YouTuber, mm-hmm. but one that I kind of like and is still sort of relevant today. Uh, Nika Higa. Okay. Was on my list. Okay. Uh, How to Be Ninja was like a, one of the first videos I've ever watched. Um, he was on a, a game show, Internet Icon. I don't know if you ever watched Internet Icon, but he was a judge it. for that. Um, and like from what I understand, oh, he's still on a podcast now. That's cool. Makes videos today. Uh, Twenty-one million subs, three hundred eighty-four videos. Kind of in that old guard of YouTubers, the Tehe guy, uh, the Shambuhu. Remember the Shamu? That's a good video. Yeah. Uh, kind of the early days of like YouTube comedy back then. Of just like really short, put together, high energy videos that I uh, really liked back in the day. I was a kid though, so I don't know if I if I go back and, and rewatch them. But if I'm picking him over like a Fred or Ray, 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 a Ray William Johnson, I feel like he's a little bit of a step above that. So yeah, I think the I think the quality of content is definitely. Leagues above that kind of stuff. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and I don't think he's definitely there for the legacy. Right, the legacy is definitely there. I don't think he is as relevant for sure. Um, Twenty-one million subscribers, and he's getting like. Well, let's not even talk about you. I don't think he's as relevant. However, um, he's still doing shit, and it's still on his main channel. And some of it is still, like, the comedy shit that he was known for. And they're still getting views. He did a Fortnite movie trailer, like, a year ago, and it's got, like, 20 million views. So I think it's arguable that... I think it's arguable that he could be on this list. He's just one of the one of those older people that I thought of when I thought of YouTube. Uh, yeah. Was right there. Right there with him. And I think has a little bit more leeway over <laughs> Ray William Johnson or Fred. So. I think I'd agree. I think if we need to cut anybody, like he would be one of the first people for me to cut, but I think it's fine to put him down for right now. Okay. Bye, yeah. buddy. All right. Back to you. I'm going to go with the uh, the big boys themselves, the Game Grumps. Yep. They're on mine. So, um, Absolutely agree. Going back to the gaming things, I think the... Uh, they're not the biggest Let's Players, but when you look at that traditional Let's Play shit, no face cam. When you look at just like, they're just the funniest dudes on the internet. Some of the funniest dudes, for sure. I agree, yeah. Um, they're the biggest co-op Let's Play. They are, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 5.1 million subscribers. 
um, been around since 2012. Started with JonTron and uh, Eagle Raptor, who I debated putting on the list, but I did not. He's on mine. Is he? Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, now it is now it is Mr. Dan Avidan of Ninja Sex Party. Um, Dan and Aaron they play video games, and it's like they're the only Let's Players that I would say. Whether you like Let's Plays or not, you should still watch them. I agree. Because they're funny, and the commentary is where you what you go to there. And then they... Which is some of the best. And then they've put out, like, even non-gaming content that's... The live-action stuff. A lot the fucking best shit ever. List. Yeah, puts them on the list. So, I mean, I'm, I'm putting them on the list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I watched them from day one when it was John and Aaron. Loved it then. Uh, watched it when it transferred over to Dan and Aaron. Love it then. Uh, I'm a fan all around. Those dudes, seriously funny people. Watch them probably till the end of time. Some of the best gaming videos I've ever seen. And uh, probably out of all the Let's Playing boys I have on here, the ones I hold up in the highest regard. Agreed. Boys right there. So. Love them to death. Oh. Cool. Uh, okay. Um... Let's do a let's do kind of an interesting one. Um, so we're gonna bring it back to movie people, okay? Sort of, uh, kind of. Um, when I think like the big boy movie reviewers, it's the the Sardana cast cast, mm-hmm. if you will. All three of them could have been on here. I only picked one. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure you probably have all three. I actually. picked two. I picked two. <laughs> you picked two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we might not even have the same one on here because I think my favorite is different from your favorite. Really? Uh, I'm going with I Hate Everything. He's on my list. Okay. Yeah. He's one of your two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was the first one I got introduced to. The concept is pretty cool. It's sort of uh, him hating shit, <laughs> but in... Less of a angry way and more of a I'm disappointed in life kind of way. <laughs> it's so good. And I think that's what makes it funny is the fact that it's so deadpan and low energy, but still just a really seething sort of <laughs> anger. And the thing is, like, he hates a lot of stuff too, but, like, when you tell that he really likes something is when you're like, oh, okay, there's more to this channel and there's more to this human being. Uh um, mm-hmm. And it's when we get into that stuff that I'm like, Alex is the person. I'm like, yes, fuck this. This is great. <laughs> uh, but when he's, you know, acting around hating shit too, that's good as well. But the editing's on point. Search for the worst. Uh, any of the stuff he does. I'm, I'm a huge fan of them. And when he talks about movies too, I just feel like he's the most genuine out of the bunch. Of like, this is a movie that I liked because type of shit mm-hmm. where it's like he's not going to tell you the objective of anything it's he's going to tell you why he liked the movie and i prefer that in a world of of really hyper analyzed hyper critical movie criticism pretentious yeah yeah he either really hates something or, or really likes something and i just feel that feel that passion in there so but you have him on your list too interesting i do i do um and i think you can make the cut yeah he is one of my favorite off the start start on a cast is a um, it's a podcast made up of IHE, I Hate Everything, uh, Ralph the Movie Maker, and Adam from Your Movie Sucks. Um, three big boys in the movie review um, YouTube circle. 
Um, definitely one of my favorite podcasts on the platform. It's not on my list. It's not on my list. Just because I think that individual creators are a little bit stronger. Um, but if you like movies and you like either one of the three of these guys, I highly suggest it. Anyways, um, I, I, everything has been around since 2013, uh, 1.9 million subscribers. And uh, you're right. Like he does a lot of, he talks about a lot of bad things and a lot of things he does hate. Um, but he's also like gotten into the point where he's talking about like all the superhero films from like a given year and, um, kind of some of these big blockbuster movies and he's one of the one of the only one of these film reviewers that kind of talk about these films um in a positive light too mm-hmm. like they, he doesn't nitpick all the big blockbusters just for the sake of nitpicking it which i really do appreciate yeah so like i but, just think for a channel called I Hate Everything, it's actually pretty tame for the most part. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Anger is usually pretty justified. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I, I would definitely. Yeah, like I said, he's it's on just my a funny list. dude in general. All right. That's it, though. We have That's 20 great. people so far. We Top do. 20. 20 people. That's wild. And we've already, like, kind of debunked a few, but, like... I have more than 30 left. Yeah, I know you same. have more than 30 left. So <laughs> we're going to have to start cutting. We're going to be cutting pretty soon. Uh, go ahead and pick the other member. Yeah, so... Cast cast. Um, while I do like Your Movie Sucks for some videos, um, there's a lot about Adam and his content that I'm not the biggest fan of. But the other member on that is Ralph the Movie Maker. I agree. And... Um, Dude is great. He makes honestly. I think I I think I enjoy Ralph's videos more than I I hate everything. Um, but that's just because I think humor wise and shit like Ralph is just he goes a little bit bigger. He has yeah. the um. He's a filmmaker. He's a bit more of a personality. And he he brings that to the table in a lot of his videos. Um, but he's he's doing a Nicholas Cageathon. He's like, he just put out his third episode of that where he's like watching all these Nick Cage movies. Um, sure. He's covered the entire DCEU and those are just like a 44 minute video on Justice League. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's just wild. Um, but he also has the Ralph Recommends videos which he just put out started putting out a year ago where it's like here's a movie he really likes that I've never heard of and he talks about why he really likes it and it kind of you know, brings me to those types of movies. And he's not like some movie reviewers where they talk about like every new movie that comes out, which is fine. There's a niche for that. I do some of that shit, but it's mm-hmm. like, he talks about the specific ones he wants to talk about. And, um, it's refreshing. So it's like, it's not a video every day. It's not even a video every week, but I, every video he puts out, I enjoy. I concur. Um, 556,000 subscribers. I thought he had more, but he's been around since, um, since his channel is as old as 2008 with his first video being five years ago where he started talking about the amazing Spider-Man, a bad movie. He's, he's the lowest out of anybody. We've put so he is the lowest one. Subs. Yeah. Interesting. Are we putting him on there? Like, are you, do you agree? I am. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. He's not my cup of tea, but like from how you and Jay have described him. Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen a couple of his shit that I really like, though, out of him. Mostly his standalone stuff. I don't watch the review. 
That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so let's kind of. Uh... Okay, so this is gonna be another video game boy. Uh... <laughs> I got a few of them. I mean, it's it's I got a, few a big part boys. of YouTube, arguably. I know. I know. However, I thought a lot about which of these guys I like the most. And this one has less to do with the content than the human being behind it. <laughs> I, know, I already know who you're talking about. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Go ahead. Jacksepticeye? Yeah. It's not Jacksepticeye. It's not. Okay. Go for it's it. It's not. It's the completionist. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I went with. He's on my list, yeah. too. Yeah. Gerard. Yeah. That's a... That's a... That's it. Gerard the human being is in the top 50 of human beings. <laughs> the fact that he has a YouTube channel is just a bonus added to that. <laughs> but no, I guess I should describe a little bit what he does. He's the completionist, as it says in the title. He completes one game every week, and he's been doing it... God. I want to say five years. Too long. Too long. Four <laughs> years. Four years, yeah. He, he's completed over 300 games. He's recompleting half of his backlog because of tragedy along the way but he's bounced back from it he's resilient he's an overwhelming force of positivity he talks about why he loves games in a personal and honest and unique way his crew and his production team are some of the best people you could ever meet them alone probably could have had a channel some of them yeah uh, could have been on this list but uh gerard was like a boss gerard as a youtuber behind big bad bosses as well uh, it's been in the Game Grub sphere, part of Normal Boots, that crew. He was one of the founding members of Normal Boots, along with John Chan. Yeah. Um, he's he's ahead of like the National Decks, which is a Pokemon channel. Um, yeah, I mean, just a, a big producer, uh, but also like. If I'm picking normal boots people, it's John Tron and Completionist right under him. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Those are my two. And there's a those couple of two. other one of those boys that I think are really good and I still watch um, occasionally, but I didn't put them on the list. Those two are the ones that I did put on the list, though. Yeah, so. I had to. It, mainly due to Gerard himself. Uh, because I'll be honest, like not every episode, I don't watch every episode of The Completionist, but I admire Same. so much... The amount of work ethic and dedication it takes to do something like that for how long and how consistently he's been doing it, despite at multiple points being kicked in the fucking throat. <laughs> you know, I respect that. I really do. I um, agree. So yeah, he's on the list for me. I'm putting him on there. All right. Um, let's get a little wild. Okay. Um, Mr. Beast. He's on mine. Okay, cool. He's on mine. Yeah. So, Mr. Beast isn't a creator that I watch that often. Me neither. I've seen <laughs> three or four of his videos. Um, but the reason he's on my list is because he's not that old. On the, he, like, he hasn't been doing YouTube that long. But he's been... Well, never mind. He's been doing it for seven years. Yeah. His original channel <laughs> started say, with right. Minecraft videos and Pokemon Showdown videos, hmm. which is a little while. There's some Call of Duty shit. That could be me. Anyways, he's been doing YouTube for a while, um, but it wasn't until like two years ago when he started to blow up, and it was because he came up with these super original ideas that now everybody's copying, um, but it's like his most popular video is um, 
I put 100 million Orbeez in my friend's backyard. Okay. And every single one of his most recent videos gets at least like 10 million views. And yeah. it's fucking insane. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree though. 22 million subs. I think that he is going to be one of the biggest channels on the platform. Like, I, I think he's going to be up there with like PewDiePie and shit in like five years. I agree. Cool. Okay, so kind of taking a crazy left turn, mm-hmm. I have two food channels on this list. Oh, uh, interesting. I don't know if you even have any. <laughs> I don't uh, think I do. Okay, so my two are. I'm gonna start with the most popular one first. It's called First We Feast. Oh, okay. They're the hot ones. <laughs> I boys. thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think like hot ones. Is such a, a cornerstone of culture and good interviewing and Sean Evans like particular handling the interviewing. It's just like some top notch work. Like take what you will about the, the hot sauce and the wings and that side of things, which is entertaining. Mm-hmm. But like the interviews themselves and how Sean Evans goes about them, I just think is is great. He's just a great speaker, he's a great interviewer. I love the guests that they have on. And sure, they have like other shows on the channel, but it's hot ones that's sticking them at this point. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I just think I just think it's it's kind of like you take that off of YouTube and you're like, where are you at, really? Yeah. Um, and I don't watch a lot of food channels, but they're one of the few. Like you could basically get rid of the hot wi- the, the hot wings, and I would still want to watch these videos because yeah. they're that good. The interviews, um, and they're they're mostly interviews with like celebrities. There's some YouTubers, there's some entrepreneurs, there's, you know, a lot of big names on this show. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought about putting it on the list, mm-hmm. on my list, but I'm glad you brought it up because it is one of the better, one of the best shows on YouTube, I think so. Like, it's a YouTube original show pretty much. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it really and is. And it's like transformed into this like national thing. It's great. Yeah. So that was the easy one. Uh, the one that I'm going to have to do a little bit more arguing. I'm going to put that on there. It's called uh, Bon Appetit. I don't know if you've seen this one. I have not. So you may, what they're known for is the whole like gourmet makes thing. So you may have had this recommended. It's like gourmet chef makes uh, like gourmet versions of M&M's or cheese. Oh, this is interesting. No, I've never seen anything from this guy. Ramen noodles. People. All this sort of stuff. And here's the thing. Uh... I don't know a lot about cooking. I don't know a whole lot about food. I'll eat what's cheap and what's convenient, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't I don't go out of my way and do all this. What I like about this channel more than any other food channel is that the food stuff is, like, good and everything, but it's the people that I keep coming back to. They have a cast of characters, essentially. It's almost kind of structured a little bit like a sitcom, where there's a cast of characters... Really? And you see them all pretty much in, like, every video to the point where, like, it's like the office for food, basically. It's the <laughs> best way I could describe it. Okay. Um, where you watch one video and one series by one of the people, and then you, like, go over to one of the other ones and you see them in the background. All the videos are, like, filmed in, the, in their test kitchen, right? So rather than it's just, like, a one-on-one thing, people are working. Like, it's a functioning test kitchen. So all the people, like, in the background are from other videos that you could watch. And it's just this whole connected thing. And then you see all their personalities and how they, like, talk to each other and how good friends they are. 
I come more for the people than I ever did for the food. And the fact that I've watched so many hours of food-related content that I will not <laughs> remember or care about is astounding. And that's partially due to the entertainment value, the really smart editing, uh, and just the people behind it. I feel like I know each of these people. I know Gabby. I know Chris. I know Claire. I know Brad. Uh, all of them, in particular. It's just like... It's a sitcom, basically. But with, like, food videos as sort of the, the disguise to, like, get you into it, basically. Um, love them. Love them to death. Yeah, this is cool. No, there's a lot of videos here that I'm like, oh, I want to watch these. Yeah. Um, little background. 4.2 million subs. Been around for uh, six years. A lot of looks like a lot of very traditional, like this could be on Food Network videos, and then they just get bigger and better from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. I'm actually gonna check this out, but I'll put it on the list. You should, you should. It's a fun one. But those are my my two foods, my two food channels. That one's interesting. Yeah, we are halfway there. We um, are Jesus, and we still have way which more is than wild because I saw a lot on both. There. We're going to have to start cutting eventually. Yeah. Ugh. I'm probably going to silently cut some of them, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, I am going to pick my next one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll get a little wild again. Uh, okay. There's another channel called Exerbia. Never heard of it. Um, I'll send you the link so you can check it out because it's hard to spell. Um, this dude is a writer first and foremost he's written a few like science fiction books um, but he takes that writing and puts it into these existential videos to where like <laughs> this looks like some 4am kind of shit it is some 4am type of shit like I found one of these videos and then I watched his entire discography in like two days type thing really um, every video makes you think a lot about life and the universe and it makes you super depressed and then at the end of it he just kind of lifts you back up and the writing the writing is like the strongest part about it but the visuals are also really good like it's uh definitely one of my highest recommended videos i actually put his channel on my uh favorite things of 2018 video at the end of the year um because i found his subs found his channel yeah a million subs been doing it for five years but like enough videos there's probably like 50 videos here you could watch literally all of them in a weekend um but yeah like england a beginner's guide uh five questions for nature uh one about making stuff which is about creativity like if you're into creativity at all if you're into like philosophy or just like that kind of shit definitely recommend it i'll agree just because I'm into this, like, existential, like, It's so good. <laughs> I could probably enjoy it from that aspect alone. Okay. Uh, so now, with how many spots we have, I'm really making sure that each one I say, I'm kind of skipping out of order and, like, making sure I get the big ones here. Because I don't want to cut anyone out that, like, really, really needs to be on here versus my own personal favorites. Yeah, Here's no. one that really, really needs to be on here. Uh, Philly D. Philip DeFranco. I agree. YouTube OG, uh, one of the only people who talks about like news and drama in a way that is both entertaining, thoughtful, engaging, down to earth. And again, it's called kind of like a Bon Appetit thing where like Philip DeFranco's good, but like the crew around him too is also just like 
man, I'd want to work there. You know, <laughs> like yeah. you get sucked into the environment and the sets and the people working behind the scenes. He's a parent. Uh, just a great guy overall. I don't watch him a ton, but Patient I know really likes him a lot. Uh, and every time I've seen a video of his, I've always just been impressed by how just level-headed in general. Yeah. He's been around forever, too. <laughs> Another <laughs> Legacy around. channel, 2006. Yeah. Like, literally started when YouTube started. Uh, 6.4 million subs. If I want to watch news, which I never really do, but if I want to, like, I'll watch him. He's the only, like, news source that I really would care to watch. Um, was he on your list? He was on my list, yeah. Okay, good. So I agree. I mean, I, I feel like nobody can deny that one, right? That's another just yeah. big one. I had to get him in here quick, quickly, because I knew people were going to... Like, why don't you have... That's why. Let's get wild again. Okay. Uh, Jablinski Games. Wow, not on my list. Super wild, and I don't know if I... I don't know if I'll keep if we'll keep it on the list or not, but uh, Jablinski Games is Jack Black, but with a gaming yeah. channel. It's not really yeah. a gaming <laughs> channel, but it's a gaming channel. Um, seven months ago, not even that long ago, Jack Jack Black posted a video called "Hello Jack Black" here, and it's twenty nine seconds. It's got twelve million views. Was on trending, literally a few hours after it came out. And he calls out PewDiePie and Ninja in a PewDiePie gaming chair. Nice. And it's like... Perfection. It's great. Like, there's Will Smith on YouTube, who is a who is a celebrity who makes YouTube videos. But then there's Jack Black, who has become a celebrity that is a YouTuber. I feel it. Um, I think quality-wise, I, th- I mean, Jack Black just has the charisma, right? And the personality. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's like I could absolutely. probably watch anything that he's in. Um, especially the non-scripted shit. Like it's like with a movie that he's in, like there's a lot of people scripting what he has to say and you could say, okay, this is a bad movie. But his personality just makes these videos. Um, so yeah. Uh, I, I I would personally put him on the list. Um, I don't know if he'll make the final top 50, but I think there's a case to be made. Absolutely. Alright, uh... Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Okay. So here's here's where I'm at, right? Mm-hmm. Still a lot of gaming boys that I need <laughs> yeah. to kind of get through. I'm going to throw out two. Mm-hmm. And we could put both on here, we could put one on here. But like if PewDiePie's one, you know who two and three is about to be. Yep. Uh, Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. One yep. And two and three. Uh, and hey, I, I know... We have a lot of gaming boys. I don't want the entire list to be Let's Players, but it was like PewDiePie, Grumps, and these two <laughs> were the four I had to put on here. Uh, as far as Let's Players, like they don't get any any better than this. I personally enjoy Jacksepticeye a little bit more out of the two, so if mm-hmm. I'm having to pick, it's him. Uh, but I can't deny the impact Markiplier has made as well. So They are both super big. Um, they are both around the same subscriber count, and it's a lot of it is because... In many ways, they are two sides of the same coin. Um, both have high energy. Jacksepticeye a little bit more than Markiplier. Uh, Jack at two point, uh, 22 million. Mark at 24 million. Uh, both got over 4,000 videos. Jesus. Um, I watched Markiplier daily for two years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So I, I had I to put him on the list. Um, and he started seven years ago. Um, I think he's really made an impact with his charity live streams. Both have, but I think he was the ones yeah. that really like kind of started that forefront on gaming YouTube. Um, he's definitely more into the horror aspect of shit and has gradually branched out and done a lot of different things. Um, and like you said, like, I mean, he's worked with the Game Grumps, he's worked with PewDiePie and all that kind of shit. Um, and he's also made, again, some of the best content on YouTube with his, um, with his live action stuff. There are like two or three feature length type films that are 100% interactive and are like just kind of mind blowing that somebody was able to create that for YouTube. Is a date with Markiplier, for instance. I've not watched. Um, I recommend it. Uh, Jack on the other hand, started six years ago, around the same moment. But what's particularly cool about him is that he got a shout out from PewDiePie um, about three years into his career, and at that point, like he just went for a good solid three or four years, just two videos a day, and kept that two videos a day every single day for four years, um, and his work ethic is just fucking unreal phenomenal phenomenal um and he started they've, they've both kind of done a lot of experimental shit over the last years last couple of years but uh jacksepticeye has been doing these videos where he's talking to celebrities or he he had like a talk with aaron from game grumps it was like an hour long mm-hmm. and um those videos are just really interesting to listen to and uh yeah i think there's a high case to be made for both of them both you think they're both on my list personally i know that this is tough i know down the road like it's hard because it's so gaming centric but like youtube gaming was a thing was gaming was the most popular thing on youtube they were at the forefront for years (laughs) yeah it's the the big tree holy trinity if you put pewdiepie you gotta kind of have the other two there i feel like it right and i think maybe we can Maybe we can take them off if we need to later, but I... Sure. Put them both on for now. They're definitely two people that I think of when I think of YouTube. Okay, we'll put them on. Cool. Put them on for now. It's hard. (laughs) It's really hard. Yeah, I know. We're going to get really fucking hard in a minute here. We're at 30, by the way. Yeah. There's there's some, like, personal guys that I have on this list that I'm just not going to take... I'm just not going to talk about them because I feel like they're either too niche or they they could still grow in the next couple of years and become bigger but i'm in there later yeah i'm gonna go ahead and take them off of my list for now but okay yeah who's another like obvious one we're we're forgetting about uh here's one i justine i don't have her on mine believe it or not another female um another feminine well, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, try to pick a few of those. There are some other big female creators um, that I personally either don't enjoy their content or I don't think that um, maybe they've made a little bit of an impact, but not as big as I Justine for sure. Uh, Five point nine million subs, been around again since like day one, probably like ten, eleven yeah. years ago, thirteen Early. years ago, two thousand six. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big kind of titan in the tech industry not even just tech YouTube but like she's done a lot of things with E3 in the past she was on like 
uh, what is it? There was like a gaming channel on cable at one point, and she was like doing shit with that all the time. Um, I, I think that she's just one of the people you have to have on the list, like Philip DeFranco I, and Casey Neistat and all them. I think, even though I don't like like her a whole lot, I mm. think you're right. Yeah, like I don't watch her content really. I've seen some videos in the past, but I think as a Titan, do you agree? Are we gonna put her on there? I think so. I think as a Titan of YouTube right. and that legacy again, I think it's it's important. More important right. than like uh, Fred because this is actually quality content. Sure. <laughs> so when it comes to the uh, the Green Brothers, Hank and John Green. Forgot about them. Holy shit. Yeah, you can't. Shit. Can't forget about them. I put two of theirs on here on this list. The one I'm going to go with, though, I'm going to cut the other one out. Uh, I got to go Vlogbrothers, man. I got to I gotta go that because it's both of them talking about whatever topic kind of almost formatted like letters to each other. A yeah, it's a really cool concept. And it's just been around for so long now that like when I want those two kind of distilled down to their purest form. Because I had Crash Course on there, and while I do think that educational stuff is also really good, I've learned a lot from them. It's still very clearly like a show where it has to be professional and it has to be a bunch of information and everything, and that's great. I like the more down-to-earth Vlogbrothers stuff a little bit more, so that's the one I'm I'm recommending. But uh, yeah, I've been around since the beginning. Actually had a kind of Patreon-type platform before Patreon that Mm, then got bought out by Patreon. Wow. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. Um, but no, just like pioneers in, in that field and that educational sort of field. They're always fascinating to listen to. Um, great to binge on and just kind of like people who've been around for a good long time. Yeah, I, I agree. 3.2 million subs. Um, definitely not a channel I've spent a whole lot of time watching, but there's been like the occasional video recommended to me and I'll watch it. But I do feel like I could watch more. Like I, this is one of those channels where it's like, yeah, I could definitely binge a bunch of their shit and be cool with it. Uh, just yeah. have it. So yeah, I. I would pleasant. Agree. They're also like both successful on their own rights. <laughs> on their own, yeah. Like one of them's an author, like, and uh, one of them does science stuff, I believe. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Glad I got wow. them in there. <laughs> Thirty-two out of fifty. Lord, um, we haven't even gotten to ranking them yet. And we're two hours in. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's a big undertaking. Probably should have done like top 30 in retrospect, but yeah. there's too many people. There's too many people I don't want to cut out. Top 30 would be harder. Yeah, it'd be harder. I gotta go pee, so you talk about the next one. And then oh, I gotta pee, pee too, so what I'm like, gonna I do is I'm gonna write a note saying edit at two minutes, uh, two hours and 11. Okay. You pee breaking? I gotta pee too, yeah. Okay. I'll BRB. pee break.
All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Whew, I'm glad you said that because I had to go. I had to pee bad. Jeez. I had to drink like a whole thing of tea. So, all right, let me know when we're back. Okay, and now we're back. Pee break has been had. <laughs> it's over. All right. That's good. The next. Back one. to you. Yeah. Red letter media. Ooh, I forgot about them. Actually, <laughs> they're not online. A lot of people forgot, forgot about, forget about absolutely. them. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, this is another one that's been like around for a very long time. Um, I think they started. They started their video reviews like early two thousands on their own website. Yeah. Came to YouTube. Have taken them forever to get a million subscribers, but they recently just hit it. Um, but they are. It's a movie review channel. Um solely based around a lot of like obscure movies um a lot of bad movies um and they're just uh, again like one of those with like a cast of characters yeah. that is is very the funny to watch the plinket mm-hmm. reviews uh best of the worst they recently added uh macaulay Culkin to their uh <laughs> lineup of cast basically okay yeah, he, like he showed up in one video, and then he just kind of reappeared ra- randomly in another one. I'm like, oh, okay. This is good. He's I a, like this. He's a recurring character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that they're... You can't big, imagine film YouTube without him, basically. I don't think so. I don't think so. They're, they're a big part of that. Going on the list. Okay, so, kind of an avenue we haven't touched. I know this one's on your list. Uh... We're going into into the business life advice sort of realm, uh, a genre that I don't watch a whole lot, nor do I trust a lot of the opinions of. But if I had to pick one of them, it's Gary V. Coming Gary in. Gary Vaynerchuk himself. Gary motherfucking V. We've mentioned him several times in this podcast. So yeah. Be surprised. Yeah. To any longtime listeners, uh, me and Zach have talked about him an ungodly amount. Uh, yeah, just some of the best like. Not only business advice, but just like life advice <laughs> that I've ever heard for sure before. One hundred percent. I think the uh, the coolest thing about Gary is that while he is technically like he's technically a YouTuber, um, he has been on YouTube since the inception, since the beginning. Did a thousand episodes of a podcast called Wine. Um, oh, what's it called? Fuck. It's about wine. He did like a thousand sure. episodes about wine. Um, he was a very early YouTube adopter. Um, and then he recently also got a million subs for the first time in the beginning of 2018. And now he's at like 2.5, 2.2 million. He's going to be another one of those where it's like in five years, he's going to have 10 million subs. easy. Just exponential. Like it's, it's just going to happen. Um, yeah. Some of the best business the best business advice I think is out there and we're covering um, another genre too we're getting getting a little bit more diverse he's also just like very easy to listen to very down to earth even if you don't like business like you can still learn a shit ton from him great to learn about like motivation hustle all that sort of stuff I agree wonderful next up for you Okay, I am gonna go a similar route uh, as Gary V. A little bit, a little bit similar. Uh, Peter McKinnon. 
Yeah, I forgot about him. I'm, I've watched everything he's made, and yeah, I forgot to put him on my list. There are a lot of these kind of educational, entrepreneur-type people that I watch. And Peter McKinnon is kind of like Casey Neistat and uh, a little bit of Gary V put a together. A little bit of Canada. All a together. little bit of Canada put together. Yeah. Um, another one of those people that kind of revolutionary revolutionized a genre and that's uh, the tutorial genre. Um, yeah, Jesus. He has put vlogs and tutorials together and uh, makes... Beautiful harmony of like really well edited. Videos. Like some of the best visuals in a vlog I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. If you want to know how Consistent. to like make videos, watch this dude. Exactly. Just for inspiration alone, but like for technical advice as well. That too. Uh, 3.8 million subs... Um, has been around since uh, three years. He's only three years old as far as the channel, but obviously he's been making videos and movies and shit his entire life. Oh, sure. um, but yeah, I think that quality there alone and the blow up. I mean, three years for 3.8 million. so quickly. Yeah. Putting him there? I agree. Put him on. I've watched all of his shit. I enjoy him a lot. Great personality. This one I'm not going to have a lot to say about, but if I don't mention it, I know I'm going to get crucified in some circles, uh, but I don't watch them a whole lot. Uh, Good Mythical Morning. Oh, wow. That's interesting. For kind of like this channel existed. YouTube incarnate. Uh, a lot like Philly D. Been around since the beginning. Kind of in more of a talk show this time around uh, with Red and Link. They've been YouTube shows. They've been on the news before. They have a Huge ass production crew. Still, I don't big. like them a whole lot. Uh, but I know that's just a me thing. I can't deny the impact they've had and how big they still are and how relevant they still are. Um, and if I'm like picking one of the talk show YouTubers, good mythical morning. Yeah, this is definitely a channel which I have not watched really at all. I've seen maybe one or two videos. I think I could enjoy them. I honestly think it's like a channel I could watch on a regular basis, but there's so much YouTube. I've never had the time. <laughs> yeah. There's not there's not a possibility to do that. Um, I've never had the time. Yeah, 10 years ago they started 15.6 million subscribers. Um, still doing a million, about a million views per video. Uh, I see them on the trending tab a lot. They are very high up there. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have to agree. I can't say much about them because I don't watch them, but there you right. go. For anybody who wanted it, there it is. I, I have a feeling some of these YouTubers, possibly this one as well, we're going to get to the point where like, we get to the top 50 and we're going to like 60 or 70 here on this list. And we're going to be like, fuck, who are we going to cut? We're probably going to have to start going into biases a little bit. but yeah, I'm trying to still, if there's like any big ones I have, I'm trying to get them out now. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Because I do not want to not mention them. <laughs> I'll I'll go back to that old school again. Uh, Shane Dawson, not on my list, believe it or not. Um, Shane Dawson's another one of those where it's like, I never watched for a very long time. Um, he yeah. started in another one of those older ones, like two thousand six, two thousand eight kind of deal. Nine years ago, um, a lot of content here. This is not for me. But a uh, couple years ago, started putting out these documentaries, um, kind of documentaries. It's almost like vlog mixed with documentaries, mixed with commentary, 
And it's just interesting to watch. Um, I concur. Did an entire eight-part series about Jake Paul. And uh, I don't care about Jake Paul, but I watched it for some reason. Me neither. And it was interesting. Um, I like the editing and all that kind of stuff. 22 million subscribers. I think that he is definitely... He doesn't have as many subs as like a PewDiePie, but I think he is as popular as PewDiePie, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. For talking influence, sure. Yeah. So I think he deserves Absolutely. to be on the list. I concur. Uh, we're gonna have to get to this eventually. Um, Smosh. True. Forgot yeah. about Smosh. Forget they exist. Oh. Like they were the big number one right before PewDiePie kind of hit. They were. Um, they were. That's true. They're still relevant today. One of them is split off, obviously. But the regular Smosh thing is still going on. They're still putting on videos, uh, yeah. Wow. Anthony and Ian, in particular, are just like kind of that, that Wonder Twin dynamic, if you will. They're like, when the they were at channels. it. Multiple channels. They were at it. <laughs> and when they weren't, they weren't. <laughs> um, we've all watched the Smosh video like once or twice in our lives before. It's definitely the kind of content that I've grown out to. Never, never, ever. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen like one Smosh Games video. Sure. But, They're like uh, hard to ignore. They're hard to avoid. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I think, I mean, I feel like, yeah, they have to be on the list. Right? Like. Because you know. even though like personally, I don't think they appeal to me at all, but I, I feel I like that legacy is there. They're still, they're still relevant. Um, I can't speak much about the quality. Oh yeah, that would be the knows, hardest it thing. May have gotten better. <laughs> it may have gotten better. Um, but I think for now they would have to go on the list. Yep. Whew. Twelve more. Twelve more. <laughs> you better be finding some good ones Fuck. now. 12, this is like if you don't mention this, you're gonna. Be scarred for life. I've got 18 right now on this list. How many do I have? So, I I guess I want to start bringing out the big ones still. I mean, there's still some big ones here that I've not brought up. I have 22. Okay. Okay. But I haven't cut a lot of personal ones yet like you have. I think we should keep listing them off. Sure. Even if it goes over 50, I think we should just keep listing them off. And then, I know I'm going to cut a lot of these personally. Right. There's still a few of these I'm going to cut. Maybe we can do like honorable mentions or something. We'll do like a quick little deal. But, uh, I just don't want to go over like four hours. <laughs> right. I don't either. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Sterling. Ooh, I don't know who she is. She is a musician. Uh, another one of those big like... No one of those older YouTubers that kind of went mainstream and now it's like she has a professional career doing violin music and shit. You've mm-hmm. probably you've you've got it. I've probably seen it. I just didn't know. Uh, like this, like this, like video game music with violin. Oh sure, like sure, sure. This kind of thing. Um, sure. Again, another one of like one of the biggest female creators on the platform. Another one of those. Um, and I mean like millions, 200 million views, hundred million views. Like it's just wild. And I think she's still pretty relevant today. Um, 11 million subs put on a video a month ago. 
Last one before that was six months ago. So it's like her videos take a long time to make. But I think uh, in the musician world, uh, as far as quality goes, definitely one of the best. Fair enough. I'll agree. All right. Uh, so out of all these that I'm looking at, the one that needs needs to be on here next is uh, Nakey Jakey. I agree. And I don't feel He's bad in too. saying that because even though he is another video game boy, uh, in terms of like presentation styles and how his videos are put together, they're one of a kind. I agree. Like, yeah, 100%. it's no one can do Nakey Jakey like Nakey Jakey, and it's that uniqueness that uh, really appeals to me. And it's also like very, very personable. Very like he'll talk about a video game, but he'll also talk about like the book fair. Mm -hmm. Or a Pizza Hut, or a Disney Channel original movie. Like, it's just it's just him. It's just him a lot of the times. And while the video game stuff is obviously like really good, it's that uniqueness. It's that personality. It's the way in which he produces his content. It's like taking your personality and just monetizing it in such a, a pitch perfect way. Uh, I love that. I love that about him. Nakey Jakey is the epitome of early 2000s nostalgia. Yep. He kind of looks like it, too. He, he kind of looks does. like an early 2000s boy. He does. <laughs> I mean, he talks about, like, our childhood. Um, yeah. In, in, in a lot of different ways. But, yeah, you're right. His, per his, um, his presentation, alongside his personality, is... They're almost one and a same. Um, he's in front of a green screen on a fucking, like... Uh, What's it called? Um, an exercise ball <laughs> with a small MIDI piano yeah. just kind of talking about something. And in the background, you see like, here's a clip to this Disney original movie called Horse Sense. And it's just like three seconds of it for some reason. That's in the video. Every damn video. Every, video. Every damn video. It's just like used as a transition. And it, I, I, the a million subs. So many great videos. I and, can What's funny is my favorite video by him is called Dark Souls Save Me. It's a oh, nine minute, 32 minute second video of him just in bed talking to the camera. Love and it's him. one of the best videos. Just so transparent about everything he does. Yeah. 1.1 1. So 1. 1 million views or subs uh, joined in 2015. I'd say his last, his last like 30 videos are the, the shit that you're going to want to watch for him. Uh, but he has some older shit that is still worth watching as well. Concur. Yeah, he's on my list too. So I agree. Next for you. I-dubs. He's not on mine. I forgot about him. But I'm glad you brought him up. He's not on yours? He's not. I forgot though. <laughs> I'm a forgetful Mary. That's... I understand. So I-dubs is another one of those commentary channels like H3H3. Um, a little bit more edgier. <laughs> um, in some ways funnier IMO um, yeah depending I think his the, the series he's most well known for is Content Cop where he basically starts drama with a YouTuber like, talking about their shitty content sure um, did one on Jake Paul did one on Leafy Tanamongu like these are getting like 20, 37, 44 million views um but then after that, his bad unboxing videos where he unboxes a bunch of shitty fan mail is the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's still pretty relevant 
at 7.5 million subscribers because his most recent video uh, was on trending. It's called Full Force. And it's a 52 minute documentary about this like other YouTuber that I've never heard of before. He's called Airsoft Fatty. And it's just like this fat kid in like the middle of nowhere. Idubs goes to his house and he like looks at this dude's life and it's very interesting. And apparently he wants to do more of this in the future. So I think he's sure. only going to continue to grow. And in a similar format as like Shane Dawson with his documentaries, just a little bit more edgier. I concur. I love him. Love him to that. Me too. Cool. Nine more. Nine more. Uh, shit. 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 Uh, I'm going to go with a bit of a, an oddball one. Maybe one that I uh, maybe shouldn't have mentioned, but we'll, we'll go for it. Uh, have you heard of Captain Christian? I have not. Both with Ks. So, uh, this is a, a video essay boy. Um, oh. Kind of covering a variety oh, of boy. shit. Here's some, I've already seen like two videos I'm interested in. Fuck! There's so many yeah. of these like video essay people that I just keep running into and they're all good. So here's here's like two of my things about them. Uh, obviously, number one, good lord these thumbnails. Jeez, they're so good. Look how good these fucking thumbnails are. Like t- stop what you're doing and look at these. Th- <laughs> my personal favorites are the Superman one. The X-Men one. Jeez. Uh, the Walt Disney one. Uh, but they're all like, God, like way to take down the essence of one thing and just make the perfect thumbnail for what that is. Like these are Netflix icons, you know? Yeah, they are. I just like, put like God. five of these in my watch later. Oh. Number two, the presentation of it, like when you go into the actual videos themselves, are also like very striking and very well done. Um, a lot of motion graphics, I'm assuming. A lot of motion graphics, a lot of movement, uh, and that kind of, as you can see, wow. that television, mid-90s aesthetic that I appreciate as well. Very calm, very laid-back voice. Just talking about, like, good shit. Just shit I like. I haven't seen all of it. Uh, but again, the Superman video, the Adult Swim video, the X-Men one, um, the David Fincher one is pretty good. Just a lot of winners here. Uh, the thumbnails alone suck you in but the content itself is also really good only at 500,000 subs seen him since the beginning he's only been around since March 2016 but I really want to see him grow as well so uh, out of all the video essays shit that I've seen this guy is like the best of the best I don't know oh man yeah um like I, I agree I mean I I would have to agree with you just by looking at it from a distance like this is so shit I'm interested in 100% yeah. My problem is, like, with these video essay channels, like, a lot of them are really good. And yeah. I just keep finding more and more of them that are just kind of coming up and making these interesting videos. Um, and then it, it really just kind of comes down to presentation and writing um, as to who's the best, right? I have um, one specifically for writing. Okay. This is the presentation cool. one. Cool. I mean, I'm cool with putting him down. Okay. I, I really think I would like him. Awesome. But I had to get him out of the way because I like I need people to see this shit. <laughs> For sure. Even if we don't put him high, I just want people to check out this channel in general. For sure. All right. Eight more, seven more. Oh. So, um, 
Stop the Waz, man. He's on mine. Stop the Waz. I gotta, I he was going to be like toward the bottom. I'm like, I'm going to put him at like 49 and 50. Right. Uh, right. For but sure. damn. <laughs> There's not like... Scott the Waz, we've talked about him on the podcast before, just because of like how much he's grown recently. But uh, he started in 2012, really, but like his, his current style of content started, I want to say three years ago. Yeah, three, three years ago. Yeah. Um, he puts out video game related content again, but it's another one of those where it's like his presentation, his style of humor, I think is the, the thing that I would put him the best at. He's just a very distinct style of humor and it's his and he does it right. well and he does it consistently every single fucking week, every Sunday. Um, he's a, uh, he's on it. 670,000 subs uh, he had like 7,000 subs at the beginning of last year mm-hmm. so he has grown a lot he's definitely deserved it I've seen him on trending a couple of times I think that he's definitely going to be like million sub boy by by the end of next year 5 million subs in like 5 years um, I introduced him to you you that's did the, you did yeah. so I enjoyed him like yo you should check out this dude and he was still kind of small back then even when I introduced him to you but when yeah. I first saw him, he was, like, even smaller. Damn. And I was just like, man, I know where this shit's going immediately <laughs> when I saw that first video. Yeah, because uh, when you introduced me to him, he was on the Gaming on the Rise channel thing on, like, the training page. Hell yeah. And so, like, people just started subbing to him. Cause He's fantastic. everything he puts out is good. I agree. Yeah, put him on. Not big right now, but certainly will be in the next couple of years. Four? Sure. Uh, hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think Jeez. I'm going to have to... I was going to say Wisecrack here. And I do like Wisecrack a lot. Uh-huh. But the one that I'm going to go over him is Every Frame of Painting. I... Agree. So here's the thing. I've only seen one or two of this dude's videos, but like they're all great. Good I've God. seen most of them. Good God. Um, Wisecrack is He's also my good. Choice. Was also <laughs> yeah. on my list. Here's here's the issue with every frame of painting right now. Um, they're not posting anymore. Yeah. He's not doing any more videos, like That's ever. True. The channel's just kind of done. They're so. Which is very unfortunate because there, there's like, well, like thirty videos here, maybe less. They're all really good. Um, he's got one about Marvel Cinematic Universe music. His Akira Kozawa composing movement video is so good. The writing is really, really good. And I would like to offer an alternative channel that's very similar, that's still putting out videos. If that's good okay. with you, and that's sure, Nerdwriter. Pitch it. I had Nerdwriter originally, okay. but he got cut somewhere in my process. Okay, interesting. Because yeah. I had, but I no, had... I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Okay. I think I'm okay with putting him on there just simply because he's more active. Yeah, I mean, I I like every frame of painting too. That one's hard. That because it's like, what do we do about something like that where they're just like not posting anymore? I think the content alone is why I put it here, not so much he was active. That's fair. Uh, 
But like, I understand. Like, you don't want to sub to somebody who isn't doing anything anymore. Right, but even then, I'd, I'd still recommend these videos. Right. We'll put Nerd Rider though. Okay. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Because I like both. I like him a lot too. I like okay. him a lot too. I just think that's a safer, a safer bet. Okay. Wisecrack's also good, but yeah, but I don't. I'm mm, out of the three. He's my mm. least favorite. So that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Five, <laughs> six more, six more. There's like, there's like seven of these that are really good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have enough and then cut the rest. I feel the rest of these I'm okay with cutting on mine, honestly. Okay, I would like to hear them though. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give them a shout out. But who's next for you? Internet See if you comment have etiquette. Ooh, forgot him too. Damn. <laughs> so, so I got the good picks. This is I only watch quality content. <laughs> Apparently, I I love this dude. Like I don't know, He's I don't great. remember these things. He was great. Uh, another one of my favorite creators on the platform. He has been doing it for uh, four years, and I feel like every single one of his videos are still worth watching. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to explain his content. Yeah, foo. it's it's very comedy based. It's it's a bit edgy, um, but like. I don't know. The dude went as far as to make like a fucking fake British television show <laughs> for an advertisement for um what's it called? Uh VPN. Nord VPN. Yeah, like an entire fucking like I think it's like thirty minutes long or something like that. Um I found him through another one of my picks, but he, uh, yeah, he, he shows up on the H3 podcast a lot. He's funny on there. He's just another genuinely good dude. And, uh, he's got so many, like, original gags and all kinds of shit he does in his videos that I really like. I agree. Put him on. All right. Okay. Uh, this is one of them that was always going to be mentioned and brought on, but I kind of held back a little bit. Just because mm -hmm. we were doing a lot of game stuff. Uh, my next pick is Extra Credits. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a one I yeah. forgot about. Yeah. In terms of game design stuff and all these game design channels, which there are a lot of good ones. Game Maker's Toolkit was also on my list, but I cut it out in favor of this. Mm -hmm. um, Extra Credits has been doing it longer. They've been doing quality game design stuff for, like, good God, uh, almost 10 years. They have changed hosts, but the uh, old one does like a Let's Play channel now, but it's like the most relaxed Let's Play channel ever called Playframe. Uh, right. He also has like an animation channel too that's also really good. But like Extra Credits itself, the main channel, really good game design stuff, kind of got my brain turning on a lot of those topics and gears and kind of forms a lot of the foundation of what I know. Uh and stuff that I mentioned in Back to the Video Games and other game debate arguments. A lot of that info came from Extra Credits. Um, just really smart, really informative. Nice little funny animation here and there. And it, some people might like the new host too because it's not like voice pitched at all. So now's yeah. the best time to jump aboard. I don't care for it actually. I like the older host more. Really? Weird, but uh, most people you'll probably like the, that one. But yeah, they've been around for forever. Like their shit a lot. Out of all the game design boys, I had to go with them. Yeah, seven years. Um, I watched. 
I probably watched like 50 videos from them like about four years ago. Just kind of watched a shit ton of their content immediately. Uh, what's interesting to me is that they do a bunch of history stuff on this channel now too. Oh, so good. And those are actually their most viewed videos, which is wild. They're so good. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm betting they're good. It's like the research and everything behind them are um, really what brings you into this. Uh, and yeah, one of the best, if not the best, um, game dev channels on YouTube. 2.1 million subs? I mean, I agree. I forgot about them, but yeah, I agree. Cool. Hold on there. All right. I'm going to have to go with Jax Films. Yeah, I figured that was coming. I didn't put him on there because I knew you probably would. Yeah. I saved myself the spot. <laughs> it's like him, H3H3, Internet Comment Etiquette, or just like iDubs. The Holy Trinity. They're like in this circle of just like really good comedy YouTubers. Yeah, we mentioned H3 early, but the other three right. like, kind of got stuck at the end for some reason. Yeah. Well, I had a lot of this alphabetized, and that was why. But yeah, um, Jax Films is another an old school YouTuber. Been around since fucking 2007, 2008. Uh, 4.6 million subs. About three years ago, he did a little segment on one of his shows called Yai. Yesterday, I asked you. Um, and that became basically his... His pillar content after that because it was so popular um but he still experiments like he still experiments a lot and that's one of the reasons i i really appreciate his content um again funny dude started a lot of memes some people don't like that about him but i think it's i think it's pretty funny i feel like he's very uh self uh self-aware mm. in a good way i am all uh, and, uh, I concur. He he, a big boy. I'll put him on there. He a big boy. Uh, hmm. We kind of mentioned this earlier, I guess. Uh, but how do you feel about Eager after the channel being on this? I'm mixed kinda, on it, right? I'm bringing it up for conversation because we brought it up earlier. I kind of right. know where you're going, though. <laughs> I'm very mixed on it, and it it, it sucks because. There's so much good animation shit from early YouTube. Yeah. That's just kind he's of... He's my old animator. And Jane right. was my new one. Like, he, they're not relevant anymore. They weren't able to continue making videos because YouTube just, like, shut their content down for a long time. Because it takes so long to put it out there. But, I mean, Aaron Hansen's been doing YouTube for 12 years and he started doing shit on like Newgrounds and like he is definitely one of the most successful people off of YouTube um, in many ways. Um, now they did put out a few videos on the channel, but they're, stomp they're Star Bomb related. Right. So it's like, and they're not even animated by Aaron. So like... His last animated thing that he did was Sequelitis five years ago. Wow. The Zelda one, which is one of my all-time favorite videos. And I'm going to watch that, that again video. later. <laughs> but it would be hard for me to say, I feel like with Game Grumps, he is more prevalent in that for sure. And I think that having that on the list is good kind of represents it you think i feel like it better. i feel like it 
I think I agree with you. Okay. But I figured I'd, I'd go ahead cool. and, and and put it out there at the very least to see what your thoughts were on that. Yeah. But I mean, it's still good content. Like, really good oh, content. Like, go watch it if you haven't seen Ego Raptor. Absolutely. I'm still subscribed to him. <laughs> I probably am too, actually. So. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'm going to throw it to... I'm only going to pick one out of this category just because I feel like that's probably the smartest thing to do. Um, I'm going to go to the anime community right quick. I do have one anime boy. You do? Go ahead and say it. I'm interested. I'm interested in who you got. Boy. Say yours first. Well, because I was going to mention a couple and then kind of figure out which one I wanted to go for sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. So um, the anime man is probably the biggest one. And is that the one you had? Not my pick. No, okay. I know who you're talking about. Love his content. Watch it regularly. Um, I think he is the biggest anime YouTuber. Uh, Mother's Basement is another one that's pretty big. Uh, definitely, I'll just put him on here. Definitely better in the writing aspect of things. Like, he has really thought-provoking anime-related content. Got real close. Um, Super Eyepatch Wolf is another one of them that is... A little lesser known, but makes some of the best video, some of my favorite videos. And I just found him out recently, but I'm gonna go with Gigguk. Wow, good pick. Is that the one you good picked? Pick. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. No. Have you seen Gigguk before? I've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of all three of them. Okay. They're all really good. Cool. Yeah. So I, either of them, I would have gone with any of them. Yeah, I think that they all three could go on this list. I think they're all definitely top 100 for me. Um. But if I'm going to go with one, I'm going to go with Gigguk because he has the writing down. He has the visual style down. Um, there's like some informative shit. There's some more opinion-based shit. His, his humor is solid. And I think he's probably my favorite anime YouTuber if I was to pick one. I got you. Mine uh, was Glass Reflection. That's another one I thought about, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't watched him in a long time, but there was a solid period, I believe, where I was just all into him. Really? That's interesting. So when I thought of anime shit, I thought him. Nowadays, I probably watch more Mother's Basement than anything. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but he just does like a variety of stuff anyway. And we already had like kind of a lot of reviewers. On yeah. Him. Whereas I felt like if I'm talking the anime guy, this was the dude I went to for the longest time. But no, I like your gig pick. I think that's a better representation. Uh, I also think he's a little bit more relevant too. So, cool. I would also like Class Reflections, another solid anime YouTuber. If you're looking for any of them, like those are really good ones. Yeah, um, but we had to give a shout out to all the anime people. But yeah, for just because sure. I knew where we were not going to put all those on this list at all. No, not with where we were at. Uh, absolutely not. Okay, so looking at the remaining ones, it seems like I have one good pick left. Uh. Because the rest of these, I don't mind cutting. If there's one that I have to have on here, uh, I'm going to go with LGR. Lazy Game Reviews, specifically. Have you heard of this channel? I don't know this one at all. You probably have go- search it up. See if you have right now. Yeah. heard of any of this. Okay. Is he... he doesn't do Gaming Historian as well, does he? No. No, that's okay. a different dude. Okay. He's really good too, though. Norm. Yeah. Huh. So this dude 
uh, was kind of the PC kind of game dude for yeah. a while. Uh, but then in recent years, it's kind of shifted more to just retro technology. Um, and that's what I really like about them. Like really old 90s laptops, really old tablets, uh, MIDI stuff, uh, looking at ads from like the 2000s, like Best Buy ads. Uh, early digital cameras, IBM compatibles, just like anything in the old 90s computer world, whether it's games or hardware or whatever, chances are he's covered it before. And I've just, over the past two years, I believe, a year or two, I've just fallen in love with uh, his production quality, his style, and just the fact that, like, in terms of, like, people covering retro technology... Like, sure, he does game stuff, obviously, but it's that aspect about it that I, like, I don't see done nearly as well. Yeah, um, this is cool. he's been around forever, too. <laughs> like, you could go back. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of his older content, but the newer stuff especially is uh, really good stuff. He just passed a million subs rather recently. He has a Patreon as well. I recommend checking out some of the older hardware stuff or, like, pick a pick a game review if there's one that really interests you. Yeah, 1.1 million but I had, subs. I had to have him on here. 11 years. Yeah, I mean, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I've never, never even heard of him, which is really, yeah. Well, it's so wild because like there are thousands of channels with a million subs now, right? Yeah, it's wild. But his most recent video is called uh, "LGR Oddware: The 1997 Audi- Audible Mobile Player System." That's like, <laughs> I'm like, what? The Audible, like Audible.com. Yeah. Audible? Same thing. This is their first product. Like ever. that is wild, and he's yeah. got one like <laughs> to review. That's cool. Crazy. I love it. Love this shit. I had had to had to have him on here. Jeez, man. Finding new. And the rest of these, the I'm just gonna go ahead and mention them. The ones that didn't make the cut before you do your okay, last go one. for it. And some of these you might want to have on here and replace it with somebody else. That's cool. Uh, but I'll go ahead and gone through the ones that I cut. Uh, Jay Witz, kind of a Pokemon guy, mm, but has since yeah. turned into all sorts of game stuff. I didn't want to put another game boy, so I kind of left him off. Uh, Rebel Taxi does a lot of Western cartoons, really kind of perverted, kind of uh, wild <laughs> sense of humor, but uh, production yeah. values is there, obviously. Game Theory got cut. I just couldn't put myself to put it on there because I don't like his content, okay. um, but the legacy thing was definitely going there. I know they're kind of legacy one, but I haven't seen enough of their stuff. Slow mo guys, uh, yeah, kind of legacy of YouTube um, to put there. Uh, who's next? Uh, Channel Awesome didn't oh. put them all the way uh, because of some of the controversies they've been associated with. Uh, but as far as like nostalgia critic and stuff goes, kind of an older school uh, bunch. Super yeah. Mega yeah. I had Game Grumps and all the other. Let's play. I couldn't. I couldn't. For sure, uh, for sure. But I love, love, love them, love, love them to death. Uh, Rich Alvarez, they did all the stupid Mario Brothers stuff. That was kind of a personal thing. I don't know who that one But is, when I think back I to early YouTube, they were they were a part of my deal. Uh, Smooth McGroove. Yes. Another video game one. Oh, he's Acapella. So couldn't quite put him on here. And then finally, uh, the Joe Rogan experience. I haven't seen oh. or heard an episode of it uh, at all, but I know it's pretty popular and relevant. It's like a thousand episodes. Yeah. There's one with Bernie Sanders. It's good. So. It's good. I've listened to a few episodes. It's good. But those were the ones for me that didn't make a cut. If uh, any of those sound like you have to have them on here, that's cool. Um, but I'm okay with not having any of them. So 
the only one of those that I had written down, and a lot of those are really good, and a few of those I actually had thought about. The only one I have written down is Game Theory. Uh-huh. Um, just because of, I mean, I've watched a lot of Game Theory over the years. So there's sure. a little bit of personal bias, but they're also like massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have film theory underneath the same, you know, thing. They're uh, They're on trending a lot. I think as far as gaming content goes... They're probably some of the best produced shit. Um, but I can definitely see how like some people don't like their style. No. And I definitely think we have a lot of gaming stuff that I prefer on this list. We do have a lot of gaming stuff. I, th- I think I agree. I think I agree, actually. Yeah. Top 100, okay. maybe. Top 50, maybe not. Sure. Okay. All right, what about you? I'm cool with What's that. your final pick, and then what didn't make the gut? Um, okay. Fuck, dude. Alright. I'm gonna go with... Have to have. It could be personal, whatever. Like, you have to talk about it. Let me think about this. Alright, I'm gonna go with... Because I have a couple other (laughs) video game boys, but I'm gonna leave those alone. Uh, I'm gonna go with Matt Diavello. Oh, man. What a winner. What a winner pick you just threw. I you love like this channel. Yeah? Okay, I cool. love this channel. Cool. I'm so happy you went with that one. So, Absolutely. Matt Diavella is a... Um, he's very well known for his minimalism. He's, he's so a minimalist, good. and he's talked about that a lot. But he's also a filmmaker. Um, for the entire past year, every single month, he's done a challenge. So, recently, he quit caffeine for 30 days. He did a 30 days of journaling. 30 days of meditating for an hour, 30 days of waking up at 5 a.m., like all these like life hacks. <laughs> right. Uh, but like, not only are they very interesting to hear, very interesting to watch. Um, he's also got a podcast that's really good. He, um, he's got really quality content. Like the content itself is really well produced and shot and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he's kind of on the rise right now. Um, been around for eight years. Mm-hmm. Started doing videos regularly two years ago. But like just in the last week alone, I watched a video of his. I watched a video of him on another channel called Thomas Frank, who I also had written down on the list. He's another kind of productivity dude. Um, I've seen Matt Diavella on um, Gary V recently. He was on um, another smaller channel of a dude named Tyler Babin, who actually got the he got the position for the um, the Adobe Creative Residency that I applied for. Really? <laughs> yeah, he worked with Gary Vee for like a year and a half, and then he got that position, and he stopped working with Gary. Yeah, but a uh, super talented dude as well. But he was Matt Diavella was on his show as um, recently. Um, so yeah, I think that he's going to be really big. Such a good pick. And I really like his content. All right, what's getting cut? What's cool. Getting cut? So, um, I just caught. I just mentioned a couple of them. Uh, but Wisecrack was on my list, along the same lines of uh, like every frame of painting and Nerd Writer. I had Mister Amazing, who is a who is a um, pretty big dude now. I think he's got over a hundred thousand or something, two hundred ninety-two thousand. I actually do research for him, um, hmm. but he makes really really well like produced like those kind of um video essay videos uh volksgeist who does music related um video essays 
a lot of like hip hop type stuff. Um, I had Jack Conti, who is the uh, what's it, what, what is it called? The CEO of Patreon. He created Patreon, but he makes oh, yeah. really talented fucking videos. Um, a couple more video game boys. Video game donkey. Ah, poor donkey. Which it's like I want to put him on the list. <laughs> I honestly do. He's Fuck. in the Nakey Jakey spot for me. Like it's him or Donkey. I don't That's know. fair. That's fair. And I like Jakey a little bit more. <laughs> That's fair. No, I, I I get that. Um, but it's like that's another person I watch every single video he puts out. Uh, Northern Lion is another video gamer. Uh, does a lot of let's plays, but um, he's really well known for the Binding of Isaac series. Mm-hmm. Just I, there's just not enough. He's not big enough for him to make this list, which makes me sad. Um, and then Indie Mouse, who is another one of the gamers that is in the circle of uh, Northern Lion and is kind of on the come up, but we have so many gaming guys. We do. Oh, so hard. Here's another one that I think really does deserve to be on the list, Nerd City. I don't watch them a whole lot. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about them. They a lot of what are, you threw out, I don't know, actually. That's fair. Uh, Nerd City is at 676,000 subs. Doesn't oh, they have the merch guys? They are the merch Those, guys. Think, okay, yeah. yeah, I know who you are. Okay. Yeah, really well produced, really well edited, cool visual effects, some acting. Same character. It's pretty epic. All kinds of shit. But yeah, those are the those are the picks that didn't make. Wow. And then wow, I could, look at these fifty. That's crazy. These fifty. These are the fifty, I think. Yeah. We put a really nice list together. I think what's insane about YouTube is that there's literally another fifty YouTubers that I could be like, I watch everything they put out. Yep. <laughs> we cut a I've, lot. To get I've seen here. so much YouTube over the last few years, and it's like. So many good creators out there. Top 50's hard. I agree. Satchel Drakes. Yeah, he was another one. He didn't post enough. He didn't put enough out. Yeah. Um, Did you know gaming I thought about? Did you know gaming? Wasn't quite enough. There's like Dave Ramsey and uh, Graham Stephan are like two finance dudes that I watch a lot. And they're really good. But it's like the relevance isn't necessarily there, even though it should be because it's like about your finances. But you know, right? Well, <laughs> but you know, so much for that. What it is. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, there's so much. We didn't even talk about like comic book channels. There's a couple oh, of really yeah. good ones Shit. of those. We still um, miss so many genres. We didn't put in a single feet YouTuber on here. Ah, man. All right, I'm yeah. writing it down right or now. Or a mukbang channel. We didn't put no feet channel. channel on here. Oh, Blue Cash Productions. Let's go. Hell yeah, number fifty-eight. And like, yeah, there's there's a lot of big, um, a lot of big blog vloggers that you could argue should be on this list. Superwoman, I thought about. Um, even though I don't personally like her content, the Try Guys who came from BuzzFeed. Um, you said slow mo guys, Drew Gooden and uh, what's his name? What's the other one that does like similar content and they're like friends. Danny Gonzalez. They came from Vine. Hmm. Some people would say James Charles. Like, I mean, Vine Brothers. There's so many of these big channels that we just don't talk about. Yeah. So that's why a I lot of this is. I think another like really cool thing that like this opened me up to a lot was just like 
how many cool YouTubers both me and you watch that we have not told each other about. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, <laughs> like, too. Oh, you didn't know about LGR? Oh, you didn't know about Exerbia? Oh, you didn't know about, like, all these, you know, like, multiple times that the system, like, man, you should have told me about this shit. This looks really cool. But it's never yeah. come up before. Uh, and this list is kind of like, hey, I really, really like this shit. You should watch more of it. So... Yeah, I think it's also cool being like, oh, you watch Mad Diavella and Peter McKinnon, everything they put out? That's dope. I didn't know that. Yeah. So do I. Or like, I forgot so many, and you brought a lot of them up. I'm really glad you were here to like. Yeah. Kind of you picked, round you picked it some out. of mine that I forgot too. So yeah, it's like. Cool. I okay. <laughs> uh, so the oh, next well. three hours of this podcast is going to be ranking. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to suggest i think we should go through these 50 one by one and we should say top 25 bottom 25 okay and then not necessarily get a you know a set 25 for each of those but like try to do that be like who's the top 25 who's the bottom 25 and go from there okay let's do it so this is where we're gonna have disagreements because some of them like Some of them you don't know, some of them I don't know. So it's how far up or down, right? Like we don't know. Right. All right, let's do it. Let's go through them. Or should we do top, middle, bottom? That's what we're doing, right? Top 25, bottom 25. That's That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Anna Akana. Bottom for me. Don't know her. You would put her in the bottom? (laughs) Okay. I would put her in the top. So I'm going to make a middle category because I saw this coming. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cinema Scare. Cinema Scare. You would put it in top? Yeah, Legacy okay. alone, but also really good content now. Okay, I would personally put it towards the middle, but probably okay. like middle top, so I'm going to put it in the middle. Is that cool? Okay, fine, maybe. Uh, Austin McConnell? Bottom. I fit. That's fair. I agree. John Tron? Top still. I'd put him in top. On top of his game, 100%. Bill Wirtz? Bottom, probably. I would personally put him in the bottom. Yeah. The needle drop. Top. You put him in top? Okay. Still consistent. Um, I, I think so too. I think that's another like top, like middle, the top of the middle, but I'll put him in top. You can do middle. Him. Do middle. Okay, I'll put him in middle. Do middle. Boogie 2988. Uh, middle. That's bottom. a middle for me. Yeah. Jaden Animations. Bottom. Okay, I agree. Love her stuff, but can't go that high. Jello Apocalypse. Also bottom, probably. I would agree. H3 Productions. Bottom? Really? Probably. Only because I'm going to say the podcast okay. is top. That's that's my okay. rationale for it. Mm, okay. I just think the podcast is going to be more on the up and up. I think so, too. I'm going to put him... I'm going to put it in the middle for now. Okay. And then I will agree with the podcast on top. Podcast top. Captain Disillusion. Bottom, because I don't know him. I have to, you know. That's I fair. I, I still think he's, to. like, top-tier YouTubers, but I'm cool with putting him on the bottom, because he needs more recognition. Anyways. MKBHD. Top. I would, I'll be okay with that, yeah. yeah. Ella the Mills. You don't, don't know, know her. her. Bottom. I'll put it on bottom for now. Uh, PewDiePie. It's got to be, like, top 10 It's top. I think it's top yeah. 10. I honestly do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to do, like, a... No, 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 we're fine. No, we'll get to okay. It. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Casey Neistat. Bottom? Really? 
I'm I just don't like watch them a lot. Is my thing. okay? That's fair. I'm gonna put him if in the I middle. Did, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Vsauce. Top net for net. I'd put him in top. Niga Higa. No. Bottom. I'd put him in bottom. Game Grumps. Top. Same. Aichi. Top. I agree. Ralph the Movie Maker. Top, I guess. If I put Aichi there, might as well. Yeah. The Completionist. I can't put him that high. Miller bottom. Yeah, I'm going to put him in bottom. Um, okay. Love him. Watch almost everything he puts out, but you know, Mr. Beast. Bottom because he's not there yet. I agree. I agree. First we feast. Bottom because I don't watch all their stuff. <laughs> okay. I think I would put it. I think bottom is fair because we watch like one main series from them. Sure. Uh, bon appetit. Top for me. Probably not for you. I'll put it in middle for now. Okay. Just because I've never seen him. Um, Exerbia, you don't know him. I'll put him in middle. bottom. Or middle. Or, I'll put or him in bottom. bottom. Um, let me think. Whatever. Everyone do it. I'll put him in middle. Philip DeFranco? Uh, that's a tough one. I can't I predict agree. that. I agree. I can't predict that. I think... Probably middle. I think he's top 25, say. but it would be like closer to the bottom 25. Middle. Jablinski Games? Bottom. I mean, can't put him in bottom. top 25. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Markiplier. Probably going to be in the top 25. I think so. I think Jack Septicai is right there. Too. Probably, yeah. I Justine? Not for me. <laughs> bottom for me. Yeah, I would put it in bottom. Uh, yeah. Vlog Brothers. Bottom for me. I agree. Red Letter Media? Top. That's a top for me, too. Yeah. Uh, Gary V? Middle. I agree. I agree. Peter McKinnon? On the up and up. But I'll not put him in the middle yet. as well. Yeah. Good Mythical yet. Morning. Bottom for me. I'd put him in bottom. The Shane, next two are bottoms for me. Uh, Shane Dawson and Smosh. I'm going to put Shane Dawson in middle and Smosh in bottom. Uh, bottom Lin- for her as well. Lindsay Sterling. I'll put her on bottom. That's fine. Nikki Jakey is a middle? top for me, but also middle. Middle top. All right. I don't. Top. Top. I'd put him at top. Captain Christian? Uh, middle. Best okay. I could say. Scott the Wise? Bottom, because not yet. That's fair. Give it a couple years. Nerd Rider? Bottom. Okay. Internet Comment Etiquette? Middle or bottom. Okay, I'll put him in the middle. Extra Credits? Top? For me. Really? Okay. For me. I'm, you could disagree. I'd put him in the middle, okay. personally, but... We can talk. Jack's Films? Middle. Okay. Gigic? Bottom. Put it in bottom two. LGR? Bottom. Bottom and Matt Diavella? Yeah, bottom. You put him in bottom two? I, yeah. I'm going to put him in middle. Okay. It's fine. Since we don't completely agree. It's not okay. top 25 for me. Right. Okay. So we have a top 13. Okay. We out here. Let's, uh, let's hold off on the top. And work bottom. Let's do bottom. Let's start with bottom. All right, who's 50? Who here is a 50 right now? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, it's got to be like one of these bigger boys, right? I think so. One of the older ones, yeah. Yeah. Like one that just like kind of snuck in, but neither of us like really, really care for. I think so, for me and my list, it's a Nigahiga. It's a good mythical morning. It's a Smosh. It's one of those okay. three. Okay, and for me and my list, it's like... 
probably I, I Justine. I'd put Lindsay Sterling. Is a fifteen. Yeah. Well, there is our bottom five. Uh, cool. So at number fifty, we have Smosh. Forty-nine, Good Mythical Morning. Forty-eight, Lindsay Sterling. Forty-seven, Nikahiga. Forty-six, I Justine. And I definitely feel like these were kind of the the ones that we had to do, but like mm. didn't necessarily care for them. These are all legacy creators. Um, been around for ten years or more. Uh, had to crack all it. Been really big. Um, we've all watched something of theirs in the past. Um, but they got to be in the top fifty. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so these are the ones that I recommended, the ones Aiden recommended that we think are in the bottom twenty-five. And it's weird because like your half, I don't think I've seen any of. I've but seen everything of, of yours except for LGR. True. Right. Right. So, like, wildly different. All, really all these quality, are wildly though. different. <laughs> yeah, they're all really quality. Sure. Uh, so, so at forty-five, we have L Mills. Forty-four Vlog Brothers. Forty-three Jablinski Games. Forty-two First We Feast. Forty-one Gigic, and forty LGR. Kind of the bottom recommendations on our list for sure. The ones that kind of snuck in, uh, yeah, a little bit, I and a couple so. of of old timers as well, uh, like Vlog Brothers, but mostly ones that just kind of like snuck it in through there. So good shit. Though. I think so. Yeah, and uh, this is difficult. <laughs> yeah, now we're getting into Fuck. hard shit. The top twenty-five is going to be insane. So this is kind of ramping up. Cool. All right, so 35 through 40, or through 39. Okay. Uh, 40, we have LGR, 39, Mr. Beast, 38, Austin McConnell, 37, Jane Animations, 36, Captain Delusion, and 35, Nerd Rider. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll save the, the next five for later. Cool. All right, this middle group is the biggest. Yeah, the middles. All right, so I'm going through, for our listeners, I'm going through the ones that we both had on our list. Did you have Peter McKinnon on yours? I did I did not, but I, I, but I you would in retrospect. What about Shane Dawson? I didn't, no. So, at 35, we had Nerve Rider. 34, Bill Wirtz. 33, Scott the Waz. 32, Jello Apocalypse. 31, The Completionist. And coming in at 30 is extra credits. We could put him a little bit lower. I think so, too, honestly. 29, Exerbia. 28, Captain Christian. 27, Anna Akana. 26, Bon Appetit. 25, Shane Dawson. And 24, Boogie. So Shane is right in the middle. Middle of the pack. According yeah, to yeah. I think that works. I think Boogie being in top 25 is good, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like extra credits we can move down a little bit. The rest of these... Extra credits, I would personally put under, like, Scott. I put him... Right around Scott, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, above Scott or under? Either or. Okay. I'd be fine with. I'm not personally... I, I, I want to put him under, if that's okay. That's fine. Um, okay. So here are our... Let's see, what number is this? How many do we have here? We're all in top 25 territory now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is true. Okay. This is hard. <laughs> yeah. Really All right. Really Needle hard. Drop and H3H3. There's two different fucking channels. <laughs> okay. So at 25, Shane Dawson. At 24, Boogie. 23, Philip DeFranco. 22, Jax Films. 21, Casey. 20, Needle Drop. Do any of those think you need to go lower? 
those all honestly sound like top 25 YouTubers to me. I think it would be very hard for me to see YouTube without any of those creators. Personally. Okay. I think that some of these top ones that we have up here might end up being lower than we think. We'll see. Right now, but we'll see what happens. Um, okay. I think I like internet comment etiquette better than both Peter McKinnon and Matt Diavello. Uh, I probably like him more than Pete. Matt's a tough one. Okay. Matt's a tough one. But That's Peter's fair. the bottom, though. Alright, yeah, I think we're putting Peter at the end of this. So then internet comment etiquette there. Um, what about Matt versus H3H3? Probably Matt for me. Okay. I think I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. his content's just so solid. And then um, I think Gary V is above. I still above. Well, Matt. Gary's above Matt. What about Nikki Jakey? Above Jakey. That's the top. Those two are like the top two of the group, though. You're right. You're right. So either or. But those bottom four you have: Matt, H three, Common Etiquette, Peter. Those four mm-hmm. for sure. I think looking at the top. 15 top 10 now we're getting sure. into the really uh super creative bunch yeah and i think as great as gary v does as great as his content does like he knows what he's doing and he's doing it really well i think nakey jakey is more creative 100 percent. i agree and it's like one one dude and a couple of friends exactly body's more of what youtube is too i think so i think this is good i concur okay with this list Hey, that's another group too. Uh, Twenty, the needle drop. Nineteen, Peter McKinnon. Eighteen, Internet Comment Etiquette. Seventeen, H three H three Productions. Sixteen, Matt Diavella, and coming in at fifteen, Gary V. Okay, this top is wild. Good lord! Did you say MKBHD? I I think we both had an on list actually. Um, IHE was both of us. Ralph was me. Markiplier and Jacksepticeye was both of us. Red Letter Media was me. That was you. IWG. IWG. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Here's my question. Looking, thinking <laughs> about the creativity and shit again. Yeah. Um, do we want to put IH3H3 podcast in top 10? I think that's the weakest of the group as well. Because I think that's the weakest in the group. And I would even go as far to say that it should even go under Nakey, Jakey, and perhaps Gary V. But I don't know. Under Jakey, maybe. Okay. I still think H3 podcast is like Gary V and them are kind of a similar crowd a little bit. Yeah. A lot of the same people show up through there a lot of the time. Uh, They're near each other for sure. True. H3 has more variety. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I would like to put Nikki above them, honestly. I concur. Are we putting Mark and Jack, like, right beside each other? I think it'd be funny if we Because I feel like they kind of have to be, almost. It'd be funny if we did. Which one's better? <laughs> I like Jack more, but I know you like Mark more. I don't know if I like Mark more, honestly. Oh, okay. I like both Jack of them. Jack for me. But, um... I'm thinking... Creatively wise, and the shit they've done over the last couple of years, um, 
fuck, dude. I'm gonna put Jack over Mark, and it's they've both worked really hard, and they've both done both a excellent. lot of great shit. But I'm gonna put Jack over Mark simply because I know his full backstory, and I love how it turned out. And then are we cool with, cool with MKBHD being right after? He's next. He's next. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. That that's fine. That's fair. Okay. So next set. Uh, Gary V at 15, H3 Podcast at 14, Nakey Jakey 13, Markiplier 12, Jacksepticeye 11. Coming at the top 10, MKBHD, I Ate Everything, Ralph the Movie Maker at 8, iDubs at 7. We do not have <laughs> that many people left. Wait, what? There's supposed to be 6, but we have 5. Oh. Uh-oh. We didn't get rid of anybody, did we? I don't think we did. Let me check my list real quick, make sure that there's not. So, um, we lost one, and uh, that was Cinemasker, which we're now putting at number 24, above Shane Dawson and under Boogie 298. Yeah, I felt like that was a good spot for him. But now, we're into the top five boys. Ah, ah, ah. Which is going to be a little long. Good God. Game Grumps, Vsauce, PewDiePie, John Tron, and Red Letter Media. I think that um, all these guys are going to be wildly successful for a very long time. Yeah. Um, they're all super talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make some of the best content on the platform. Um, and only three of them were video game boys. Only three of them. <laughs> well, one of them didn't even. I mean, PewDiePie is playing Minecraft right now, but he he didn't do video games for a while. He's dabbling in other shit. Vsauce has a video game background, though. Yeah. So, who knows? A lot of gamer moments here. Um. Okay. So number five, I think that. I think that there are. Hmm. I think two of these boys have the. Have a, have a case to be made to be number five. Okay. Um, I think Red Letter, Red Letter Media would be number five because um, they are, while they are under um, underappreciated, uh, what's, mm-hmm. what's the word? Underrated. Um, I think that they're not everybody's cup of tea. Sure. And... Everybody else probably you've I've probably seen more of everybody else, but I think you could also make a case for Game Grumps being number five, based on the amount of content that's there. Well, I don't know. That's that's a negative. Is it? Yeah, I've, Red Letter Media was gonna be my five. So okay, that's me. That's I'm cool with that. Say. I think Red Letter Media would be number five. If we're looking at numbers, they're definitely the least subscribed to in this this category right here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still have like, I mean, they're going to continue to grow in the future. But I think that's a good number five, personally. Okay. I think my problem here is that PewDiePie to me is a top three. Yeah. So I can't put them at four but the other three I also really like here's a question if PewDiePie was not the number one subscribed channel sure would he still be this high 
it definitely plays a, a role into it, I think. Mm-hmm. But I also, mm-hmm. as of recently, have really liked his stuff. Same. Same. Um, Vsauce is another one where, like, I don't watch a Vsauce video every day, comparatively. Right. Like, out of the four, they're the least I've watched, but, like, there's something to be said for, like, how long they've been there and what kind of stuff they do and how good it is. Mm-hmm. Do I watch it, though, I compared agree. to most of this? Not at all. At least on mine. Yeah. And then here's the wild one, like, John Tron was a part of Game Grumps for a while. That's true. He is one of the starting members of it. And so it's like, looking at Game Grumps as a whole, most of it being now without John, do you yeah, put that over John? To put it. Because yeah. honestly, I love so much of what Game Grumps is doing now over what they've done in the past. Very Especially true. their live action stuff. Alright, so what's a number four? If PewDiePie is top three. I think to me he's top three. I think that he's top three for me as well. I think four for me is Vsauce. Okay. For me. I think... I think I agree. I think I yeah. agree. I think PewDiePie has the, the numbers and the catalog. I think JonTron has the production value. And Game Grumps has the Empire. The Empire. Yeah, I think Game Grumps has the Empire. Also the catalog. I think Vsauce has definitely the writing, which is why he's top five. Absolutely. Um, and, I mean, personality even and success. But I, th- I think I think Vsauce is, top, is yeah. nice top four spot. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um. Fuck. Uh. I think I like Game Grumps more than John Tron. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Okay. I think I would prefer to watch. I think I love John Tron, but when I look at like when I watch a 10 minute Power Hour versus when I watch a John Tron video when they come out, I wa- I will watch the 10 minute Power Hour over the John Tron video. I think I agree with you, but like. But then it's also like John. I'd watch a John Tron video over like ninety percent of a Game Grumps Let's Play too. Over a PewDiePie video, I think I agree with yeah. that too. So that's what makes it weird for me. Yeah, I think you're right. But I definitely think these are three, one, two, and three. So I won't say it out loud, but it sounds like this is what we got. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like for sure. Okay. You want to lock it in? Uh, I don't know. Are we putting PewDiePie too low? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. If anything, I think for him to be so high, people will be like, oh, you're only putting him that high because he's the biggest subscriber. You know, he's the most subscriber channel for so long. But, like, he got there for a reason. And if we were all if we're talking about clout and stuff, we'd have the Paul brothers on here and we don't. Because they're yeah, well. For multiple reasons. Um Yeah. I think I think I think that's where I'm at. Just those three in that order. Cool. Alright. Yeah. Top five time, baby. Top five. At number five we have Red Letter Media. At number four, Vsauce. Number three, PewDiePie. Top two. Number two being Jontron, and number one, 
Game Grumps. <laughs> That's wild. As, as the best. That's so fucking wild. YouTube channel of all time. Now, looking back over, are there any that, like, are too high, too low to you? Like, that we have to move somewhere? Um, I mean, I think, honestly, I think a lot of these are... I think if we both watch certain channels, they'd be higher. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Some things I just don't know. Yeah. Same. I think that there are... They can only get so far off of that. I think some of the legacy creators that we have at the very bottom, I personally wish we could replace with somebody else, but because of that legacy, it's like, okay, it makes sense they're there. Sure. Um, but I I think my top... I think the top 10 is pretty solid. I think 8, 9, and... No, I think 9 and 10 are a little, a little weird, but... <laughs> well, they make sense they make sense at least right yeah. to the bottom of that group like it's when when we think about that top 50 rappers list that is the inspiration of this there were a lot to that list that just didn't make sense at all sure. and I feel like maybe there's a few on here that are super personal bias but overall I feel like a lot of this makes sense yeah All right. Mm, Is there anything you want to change? I think you're right. I'm looking over just to be sure. I think you're right. Here's a question. Out of of this list, um, is there anybody that you, you brought to the list that you would personally like to see higher? Oh. I'm just curious. I think, uh, I like where everybody's at for the most part. Okay. I think the only one that's speaking to me a little bit more, but it's like the 11 are so rock solid. Mm hmm. I kind of want Jakey a little bit higher. Yeah. But, like, how do you penetrate that 11, right? Like, it has such a brick wall. Yeah, I think so. Like, you get rid of one of them. In favor of that. I think that you could say Nikki Jakey is better than Markiplier. Yeah. I think you could even say he's better than Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. Wanna... <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that's fair. I can't say that. It's too much of a wall. That's fair. It's too much of a these 11, right? I think a little bit too. I don't know how this happened, but the Ralph and IHE are maybe a little too high. I think that's possible too, actually. But like, given what the rest of this list looks like, I don't know who you put in those two spots. I feel like they kind of got like lucky in circumstances where these two were good for sure, but they got Mm -hmm. put in a group with amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, ended I up think in you're the top right. ten off of that, but like, I don't know who you who in this list you put instead of them that I would feel comfortable with, right? Right, right, for sure. I think if I'm looking at things like personal bias, um, like I I would love to see like Anaconda and um, fucking Captain Disillusion higher. 
I think those out of the bottom ones are like the ones I'd be like, man, these should be higher. But obviously you haven't seen them, so that's fine. Sure. We um, put them as high as we could for not saying. We did. Yeah, for sure. Even Austin McConnell I'd put a little bit higher, but it's like... What do you do? Um, I'm like a big a couple of these things, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a good list, though. I think it's a good list, though. I think I really do think it's a good list. I think there's going to be a lot that people are going to argue about. Um, there's there's a lot that we didn't mention. Um, yeah. A lot of big people that we didn't mention. A lot of smaller guys that are also really good. Again, question of the day, who did we forget? Like, who... Who should yeah, have been here. Please discuss this. Um, let us know what you're thinking because I'm very interested in other people's tops. There's probably like I'm gonna go to bed later and then I'm just gonna like be like fuck think, no. Oh, fuck. I forgot about this dude that I watch like yeah. all the time. We only did like a little bit of reason. research of who we came to mind. And Zach still managed to get like several that I've totally forgot about. Yeah. Um, thinking about like YouTube as a whole, I think that um, it's wild how, one, there are thousands of channels with million subscriber plus that could arguably be on this list that we don't even know about. Um, I do wish, and I'm not usually like the person that's like, man, we need diversity, but I do wish there was a bit more diversity here. Um, because, you know, like we only have a few women on here. Um a lot of these people are just like white guys. Sure. Um, I guess, uh, like, my question is... They're all English speakers, too. That's a little That's a little wild, because I know that they're, like... There's a couple of channels that I watch that, like, speak Japanese or yeah. do shit in other countries. That, it's very English, you know, biased. I guess my question is, number one, or three questions. Number one... Mm-hmm. What does this list tell us about what me and you watch? Number two, what does this list tell us about, like, YouTube, the platform? And three, what does this list tell us about success on YouTube and how to get there? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Those are the kind of my three top questions right now that are on my mind. Well, the I first think, like, one. Yeah. yeah go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so the first one you said, what does this list talk about? What we what we watch? Yeah, what does this tell about um, us, me and you specifically, on a real personal level? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of nerd bias. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like a big 100%. media one too, obviously. But I feel like, right. I feel like, like YouTube media. as a whole <laughs> is very biased towards nerds. I think that if you have a YouTube channel, you're pretty much a nerd because you're talking about one main thing most of the time. And that means you're like you're nerdy about that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of gaming shit on here, right? Like, yeah. I'm wondering if that's subject to circumstance. Is that because we've come from that gaming atmosphere, or like would other people put Game Grumps so high? Like, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But uh, it doesn't feel wrong for it to be there. So no. like, um, there's a lot of variety here too, though. There is a lot of variety, and I think if I were to pull out like other channels that I watch on a regular basis that I know you wouldn't know about, or other people wouldn't know about, like I could even fill up more variety and diversity here. Sure. But like a lot of those channels are still growing. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. 
I think as far as question number two is, what does this list tell us about the, the platform itself? Um, legacy matters, I think. A lot more than I thought. How long you've been around, how long you've been at the craft, and how long has that audience been with you uh, are key, key factors. Because, uh, like, we have a lot of legacy creators, but we also a have... Lot of legacy creators that are still active too like we that did, we watch and enjoy that we watch right. and enjoy today and they still make content today there were still so many legacy creators we cut because they weren't active look how many are on here and are still active <laughs> like an insane amount an insane amount like to give some numbers like our bottom five are all legacy creators that we don't really watch sure our top five are all legacy creators that we do watch. That we do watch, right. Like, they're Everything all, like, the 10 years plus. Yeah. Everything in the middle. There's so many people in here that's that's a legacy creator. And that's kind of wild. Yeah, I Bodie, didn't realize. Phillips, Jack's Films, Casey Neistat. Like, this stretch here. The needle drop, yeah. And then at that wait, point, it's... Go like, even further. Like, here? <laughs> yeah. All legacy people. Like, yeah. 26 through 19 is, is legacy people. So that's one thing I notice a lot about this list. Um, and like the reverse end of that, you don't have too many newer people on here as a result of that. Right. Um, there are a few. Scott's a good exception to that rule. I'm glad he's on here. I'm glad even though like he's only been around for a year or two, we both are like, yeah, he's still the best. <laughs> like, yeah, still for top sure. 50 material. Uh, Jablinski Games is obviously new, but he's a celebrity. Uh, you know, just a lot of, like, there's a few newer faces here that, like, I think are really cool. Um, but they're definitely less here. And then, like, the other thing is just... 23 uh, out of 50 are legacy creators. 23 out of 50, wow. I've been on here for, like, at least 8 years and potentially 10 years or more, yeah. And the final thing that I think this tells us about the platform in general is that there are definitely some genres on YouTube that fucking stick <laughs> mm -hmm. gaming tech vlogging film <laughs> like yeah. yeah everybody Those are probably top four yeah and are like top 20 fits somewhere into that usually uh you know, yeah <laughs> like fits somewhere into that um and that's not to say like we don't have different genres i mean we have two food channels for gosh sake like both that mm. i brought up we have talk shows, we have animation channels, we have all sorts of stuff, but our top 20 um, on our list and hell, in YouTube popularity, not just our list, like, there's a few genres that really stick and a few not as much. Mm -hmm. um, and even still, there are a couple of outliers, like, MQBHD was the only tech guy we picked, but there are thousands upon thousands of tech channels with a million subs that we could have bought on here. Yeah, um, I mean, arguably, like, Unbox Therapy has, like, 15 million over yeah. MKBHD's top, uh, 10 million, right? Linus Tech Media, Tips. Ralph, IHE. Like, there's a lot of those. There's a thousand of these film channels. <laughs> the we didn't bring up Chris Stuckman or Jeremy Johns, who are more no, well-known for film than these other guys. Idubs and H3, kind of this comedy, kind of this satire bit. H3 Podcast kind of falls into that a little too. Then you have like Jack's films, mm -hmm. that group, a little bit. Like there's very there's clicks here. Uh, yeah, 
have like genres that we selected from here. Boogie then, could even go in that carrot category. And then the third question was to tell us about like YouTube success. I don't know. That's a tough one. It's like a lot of these people have built their career in a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. I mean, top five, Game Grumps was Aaron and John. Uh, both came from their own respective successes to bring, to put to, to like come together on a side project. That side pro project became bigger than their individual things. John moved on. He did more with John Tron. That became bigger. Right? Like PewDiePie, you know, he's got like this entire fucking road to success. All these different things that kind of came together to make his success. Uh, Vsauce, like I said, he started doing like some really dumb gaming type things. And then yeah. started going into the educational stuff. Got a YouTube Red show. Red Letter Media has been making videos in a warehouse for 12 years. Started on their own website. It's like, that's just top five. Um, I think... Here's something interesting. Here's something really interesting. Almost all of these are independent creators who are either doing things on their own, started in their bedroom, or did it with a friend, started in their bedroom. And to add on to that, like, look how many of these are just somebody's name. Ralph. Yeah, true. Marquez, that's literally his initials. Jack, Mark, Jacob. Matt Diavella, Gary V, uh, Peter McKinnon, Casey Neistat, Philip DeFranco, uh, Shane Dawson, Anna Conda, Blake, Scott, Bill, <laughs> Austin. Yeah. Like, people, people, personality, right? Like, that's mm -hmm. what I'm getting out of all this. Like, all these people that we liked for one reason or another had way more to do with who they were as people than the content ever did. Oh, absolutely. Why do we like Game Grumps? We hate Let's Plays. We love the people. Why do we like JonTron? Fucking everybody makes gaming and fucking pop culture videos. The personality. PewDiePie. The personality. Vsauce. Michael from Vsauce. Red Letter Media. <laughs> the characters. Ian. Ralph. Alex. Marquez. Jack. Mark. Jacob. Ethan and Ela. Gary. Matt. Ethan and Ela again. Like, People people <laughs> mm -hmm. human beings not corporations not any of that personality driven stuff the people behind the camera the people working that had a huge effect on not only the channels we recommended but the ones that like stayed in our head which is like people with the personality and a vision behind it and i feel like also... that, that goes a long way and, and they did their own thing too they all went their own path and like mm -hmm. had their own vision and personality behind it I also want to like just some kind of motivation for the audience because you know one of the things you might be thinking of is like okay these are these are our top 50 youtubers like how could I make that list right and a lot of people think top 50 of something means numbers sure. but if you go to social blade and you look at the top 50 YouTube channels on there with the most subs the most views the most uploads it is music channels it is children's channels it is movie trailer channels. Uh, literally the top 27 or top 26 fit those categories. And then it's PewDiePie. Yeah. <laughs> the first like independent creator. On the list. With like on, on like this kind of um, they're sorted by whatever ranking they do. But then it's like even in the top 10 
on uh, by subscribers. PewDiePie is number three now because of YouTube Music, and like again, music, 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 music. Five minute crafts, which is a joke. <laughs> and then it's like, so yeah, what this means is like you as a creator, as a personality, as a person. Um, can definitely impact somebody's day way more than a business. Sure. And you may not get like the most subscribers or the most views, but like that impact is substantially worth more than any of the numbers. And the other thing too, for like a little bit of motivation, uh, these people have gone to this list for like blood, sweat, and tears and yeah. years 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 of hard work <laughs> some of these people in the top 20 have been around on youtube for 10 years or more 10 years some even 13 yeah. like an absurd absurd amount of time uh you want to talk about like oh why do i not have a million subs already or why am i not growing the top 20 have been doing this for 10 to 13 <laughs> years yeah and some of them are just now getting to this point in their career so what does that say about like you and your journey what does that say about you and your process none of these people had success overnight none of these people had an audience right away none of these people were the biggest in their genre immediately all of it for all of them took time and those first videos for a lot of them are still up <laughs> they're still uploaded MKHB is like a kid sitting in front of a laptop. That's his first video. No, All actually, you back. know what his his first end of, like first real video was? What? Him swinging a golf, like a golf him club, playing yeah. golf. Yeah, as a kid, he was trying to learn how to golf, and he wanted somebody to teach him like how to have a better golf swing. And so he put up a couple of videos as a kid. Yeah. For that. And then he like, did a tech review on a laptop, and that's what started like his tech obsession. Needle drop, Peter. Gary, Matt, like these people have been around for such a long time. And so people get discouraged that they're not growing right away or they're not big immediately or they're not like PewDiePie or whatever. This shit takes time, man. Mm -hmm. YouTube rewards that time. Uh, and it gives a little bit of hope for anybody to be like, yo, if you put in as much work as these guys do, if you're committed to this for that long, then yeah, you probably deserve to be on this list in one form or another. <laughs> like, you know, but it doesn't mm -hmm. come free. It doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come if you're just starting out. Even some of the more recent ones, like Jack and Mark, are, are more recent in comparison to a lot yeah, of Yeah, but guys. even that's like five Work years. Work their ass off. Right? Like 5,000 fucking videos, like a year from yeah. some of these dudes. <laughs> like, um, that work matters. That time matters. Definitely. I think the last thing I would kind of bring out of all this is that like a lot of these creator make creators make timeless content. Mm -hmm. They're not focused on trends. They might do a trend every once in a while. Like PewDiePie playing Minecraft right now. Like that's a trend thing, but he's still having fun with it. Mm -hmm. And like he wouldn't have continued it if he didn't have fun with it. So many of these creators um, just don't write trends at all. And so a lot of people, a lot of newer creators especially think, oh, in order for me to get big, in order for me to get popular, in order for me to be successful, I got to ride trends. But not only have most of these not done that, but some of these have created their own trends. 
mm-hmm. Mr. Beast, for example, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight, Jack's films, like they experimented with stuff and they got big. I agree. So, yeah, find something you're passionate about and just do it. <laughs> Because that's what seems to be another thing right here. All these people are like passionate about what they're doing. And it shows. 100%. You can tell if you're phoning it in on a Let's Play or you're doing it because gaming was popular. Or you're phoning in a vlog by running into someone's backyard with a lot of money and be like, wow, look at my lifestyle. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to love what you're doing. Right? (laughs) You have to enjoy what you're doing. And you have to like put in a lot to show that. Um, but man, like in the end result, there's a lot of great content out on YouTube. Um, so much so that even though I made that fast food comment a while ago, some of these dudes in the top 10 are like, Oh God, <laughs> like <laughs> I'd, I'd be lucky to eat fast food this good every day. Like I'd, You're right. I'd, right. Be, I'd be in heaven. Uh, and some of these people do like even crazier shit beyond that. Like, you know. YouTube Red shows for a couple of these dudes. Uh, second channels about like squirrel hunting, like <laughs> freaking high dubs and his weird shit. Wild shit. Ralph mm. making movies. Yeah. Sardonic yeah. ass. Whatever. MKHB has a YouTube Red show called Retro Tech. Pretty cool. Can PewDiePie has before. a YouTube Red show. Yeah. But he got canceled. He did. Um, like I said, Markiplier has that interactive series. Um, yeah, and it's and it's like everything that these guys have done, they could definitely take those skills and put them towards something else and still be successful. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. on the top fifty could drop YouTube tomorrow and would still succeed in some form of creative fashion. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. All, they're Whether all it's that like <laughs> a lot of these could go on, a lot of these people go on to be an actor or an editor or a producer or you know manager. a writer, a manager. Go write books. Go make TV shows. Go make movies. Um, all that kind of stuff, and go make music. A lot of these, are, some of these are musicians, and it's like people like Nakey Jakey has made music, but we didn't talk about it. Jack Sepikai plays drums, but drums, but we didn't talk about it. Like, a lot of these people are just insanely talented on so many levels. Yeah. Crazy to think about. Uh, it's also here I am be... uploading my dumb shit on the same website. <laughs> sure. Like, uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be wild to see, like, how the next 10 years of YouTube develop to where we're at in, like, 2026 if, like, even half of these people are at, at a point now where they're, like, in Hollywood or TV or whatever. And the new wave of people kind of take up the majority of this list. Yeah, yeah. Because we're we're still very early on in the stages of this. You may think like this, it's crazy. this stone is set and solid and concrete. This was only over a period of about twelve or thirteen years. We are in the infancy of this shit, guys. We are mm-hmm. just starting. If you have a YouTube channel today, you are in the infancy of this stuff. <laughs> long long term, like it... crazy to see what'll happen. And some of these people will grow. I think Beast will grow. Scott will grow. Uh, Completionist will grow. Some of these guys will fall off, like some of these legacy ones. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see this like new wave of people climb up this list. Same. Uh, Same. People who are starting out today, even, climb up this list. You have no idea. 
Uh, the shit is constantly changing. It's it's volatile. It's it's open for any possibilities for for new genres, for new topics, new experimentation. That's how these people got here, and that's how new people will get up here. It's all open and, and freeing. It'll be so fascinating to see how it changes. Right. I mean, we're looking at 12-year-old channels, but like in the movie industry, there are actors that have worked for 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. So it's like, what's going to happen in 30 years from now? Are Is PewDiePie still going to be making videos 30 years from now? I hope so. I think that'd be the coolest shit ever. It would you be know? Really cool. Is Red Letter Media still going to be doing shit in 20 years? I hope so. I hope they're freaking old men <laughs> with canes and shit talking about mm-hmm. movies. They're already halfway there. Like, yeah, I, I really hope that, like, as old as some of these channels are, that they just keep going. I'm excited to see their next chapter, what that content looks like. If mm-hmm. it tries to, to play it safer or more to the algorithm or... If some of these channels get old to the point where like, fuck it, I've had my time. I'm going to just do some wild, random, risky shit. Uh, yeah. Because why not? You made it that big anyway. Like, right, right, for have sure. Have with it a little bit. So, lots to say. Yeah. Um, we'll, I, let's we'll see. We'll sold out to Daily Motion or something. I don't know. That'd be great. Daily Motion, wow. man. I forgot that existed for like a solid... That's the next episode. It's the top 50 Daily Motion creators. I literally forgot that existed for like a solid six months. We're going to go list all the Daily Motion creators from the best of the worst. (laughs) I was thinking about Viddler earlier, and I forgot about Daily Motion. Yeah, because Gary Vee was talking about it recently. He um, he started on YouTube, and then he went to Viddler on an exclusive deal for like six months. (laughs) And stopped, stopped uploading on YouTube, and he said he regrets it. I think it's funny as hell. Um, yeah, the last thing probably I can think of a good lesson out of this is like to experiment. Like if you're starting out, like definitely experiment, figure out exactly what you want to do because a lot of these guys just experimented and did a lot to get to where they are now. There's probably like past side channels of at least 30 of these guys that we don't know anything about. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's really cool to me. Cool list, though. I had a lot of fun putting it together. Uh, I agree. I uh, don't envy you in the editing process of this, because oh, we're like at four hours at this point, and an hour probably has to be cut out to make it listenable. But, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, I had a lot of fun. And me I, I kind of want to check too. out these channels you recommended as well. Uh, yeah, Sam, I'm checking out some of those channels you recommended for sure. And we recommend you guys too as well. And hey, question of the day: Who did we forget? Be sure to let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. If we make like any obvious fuck ups, we'll talk about it in the next episode. Be like, oh yeah, you're probably right. So. True. So to just kind of end up the podcast because we don't have any comments this week because we're like four episodes behind. Um, we will be uploading all of these episodes in I think September. I think that's the plan. Um, we got four episodes in a, um, what you call it? Extra sode. Uploading them in September. Um, uh, I think we'll probably do the next, actually I might go and upload one at the end of this month if I can, cause I want to start getting comments again. Um, so that when we can record the next episode, we can have comments for that one. Sure. Anyways, um, it'll be a couple episodes before we get back to the comments on this one, but it won't be too long for you guys. So, um, 
Let us know what you think about the episode and the, the list. I'm going to have the list in the description. It's going to be a Google spreadsheet. Um, all the links to all the channels will be on that spreadsheet. And oh, yeah, um, that. <laughs> yeah it, it, won't, it won't take me long because I'm going to be going through a lot of these channels again anyways. Are you subscribing to all of them? Most of them are in my subscriptions anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like, it's, it won't be too long. Um, and then there will be a little, uh, little image. There'll, there'll be a Twitter link in the description to the photoshopped image of the top 50 list. If you want, hit it up, retweet it. It'd be cool to like get a lot of people to see this and um, shout it out because I think I think it'll spark a lot of conversation. Yeah, for sure. Tell us how wrong we are mainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting to get shot on like completely. Yeah. Game Grump said number one. What the f? Who the fuck even is Snakey Jakey? <laughs> what Green. even is a V sauce? Yeah. Well, anyway, like that's the thing is like. Like you said, there's so many subs, so many channels with just a million subs on here. Like, we left like half of them out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm literally gonna have to put a disclaimer and be like, some of these are biased as fuck. Um, there is a bias towards English speaking channels. Um, you know, it's like. Gaming. Fuck, dude. Gaming. It makes me wanna, uh, it makes me wanna make more videos about YouTubers so that I can just kinda go experiment and find some more shit. Like some off the wall shit I never thought I'd find. That's true. But yeah, this has been fun. I like I this a lot. It was a fun little 40th episode to do some shit we had never done before. And also, like, talk about Jesus, the, the amount of shit we've been through. Yeah. In the sure. four months on YouTube segment. Yeah. It's always very cathartic. I agree. So you win another four months when we do that segment for the next episode. Exactly. Because we trademarked that one too. So. Yeah, it'll, it'll, keep it'll it probably happen, honestly. But <laughs> nah. Um, real quick, if you are enjoying the podcast, if you like the podcast, we would very much appreciate it if you subscribe to us on the YouTube channel or followed us on any of the the um, the following podcast platforms: Spotify, Google Play. Um, Apple Music is no longer called or Apple Podcasts no longer called iTunes which is weird um, rate us review us anywhere if you would like to that'd be dope um, mm-hmm. leave us a comment let us know what you're thinking again about the podcast this particular episode whatever or you can email me at zacksniderproductions at gmail.com that is sure. in the show notes and the uh, description it's also mm-hmm. on the Blue Catch Productions website the another YouTube it podcast is. section is there. There you go. It is under all the Aiden on Anchor episodes and like a playlist. But uh, it's there. This is true. And uh, you want to you want to get really wild right quick? You want me to tell you something really insane? What's insane? That uh, I completely forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode. What? Um, we uploaded our first episode of this podcast uh, two years ago in like two weeks. Really? Yeah. Our what wow. our two year anniversary was July twenty eighth. Been that long. Yeah, we're still doing it. That's crazy. Wait a second. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Maybe it's been a year. Has it been a year? It's been at least. A or has year. it been two years? It's been a year. Okay. A year at least. July twenty eighth, twenty eighteen was the well, first that channel. Wasn't the thing. Because we did it originally yeah. on the DSP channel. 
We did. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me look at the the specific then. Maybe so I'm talking on my by, ass. Like, when you put it on the audio platforms or when you put it on DSP. This is the YouTube channel. What's the? What let me look at the. Go off of. Let me that see if I can find it. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the specific thing. I think I have it on Anchor. I think it tells me like. Well, like the this first was originally uploaded. First right episode now. was starting a, a YouTube channel in 2017. That's true. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is definitely like a two-year thing. We got it. track, guys. I don't. I don't know. Watch me be completely off the bar. Oh, okay, never mind. May twenty. May twenty-second. No, that's not. Originally aired August thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Look at that. I was right. Two years, two days, wow. two days from now, it'll be two years. Jesus Christ. It'll be two years after this airs, but like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's been By the time you're listening to it. We have These known all, each other uh, for like September. two and a half years. Yeah, How wild is that? Almost all that time. Good lord. How wild is that? But so it's episode 38, 39, the extra sode, and then 40. Yes. All in September. All in September. Okay. I might go ahead and upload the extra sode like this Do month. Do that whenever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can do it tomorrow, today, where who cares? It won't happen today or tomorrow because I ain't edited, but you know. Um, last but not least, <laughs> last but not least, if you want to help support the podcast financially, um, that'd be epic. You go to anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. Again, show notes, description. Uh, it's like Patreon, but for podcasts. Um, hit us up with a little donation or some, something like that. And uh, we'll call you out and give you a little shout out in the next episode of the podcast. It's pretty cool. I agree. Anyways, um, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, it, uh, true. it's been a long night. So with that being said, I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Feet. Feet. Yeah, he. Feet. Right. Okay, stop. Ew.